Welcome into Abingdon Avon High School here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Lincoln Trail Conference Girls Basketball on the air tonight. It is the Abingdon Avon Tornadoes in the West Central Heat. It's senior night for Abingdon Avon as they had their five seniors honored before the game tonight. We'll talk about those seniors as the game goes along here. The A-Town Tornadoes at 16 and 11 overall under head coach Brent Dugan in his fifth season with the Tornadoes. Five and three in the LTC. The West Central Heat 15 and 11. They are a game behind in the standings at four and four. A couple of all-state players tonight always enjoy watching Brooke Peeper play for the A-Town Tornadoes. She's a senior. She was just honored before the ball game tonight. And then also uh, the all-stater Shelby Bowman for the West Central Heat. She's just a junior, averaging about 20, just under 28 points of all games. Shelby Bowman, uh, really fun to watch for the West Central Heat. And, of course, Brooke Peeper has been fun to watch the last four years. I'm Sean Pebble, alongside Caden Rogers. How you doing, Caden? Uh, I'm doing good, Sean. Thanks for bringing me out here tonight and having an Avon High School. A couple of All-Staters tonight. It's going to be a fun one tonight watching these two girls. Yeah. Of course, they play different positions. Brooke Peeper, a post player, and Shelby Bowman, one of the most electric guards in the entire state of Illinois. So two different positions, but we get to see them both play tonight. Yeah, I got a chance to watch them kind of warm up before the game. They're in the halftime of the JV game, and they just play... You know, two styles of basketball that are very different, but very similar in the fact that they work. Again, looking at the stains of the LTC, uh, the Abingdon Avon Tornadoes tied for first place at 5-3. and three. Princeville and Animal on top at 8-0, and oh, kind of running away with it a little bit. Weathersfield at 6-2. and two. Uh, West Central, again, just a game behind Abingdon Avon in the standings in sixth place. It's Abingdon Avon and Knoxville tied. But more importantly, it's, it's regional time in, in less than two weeks. You know, a week from Saturday was our first girls' regional game. So the seeds will be out tomorrow, put out by the IHSA. Late tomorrow afternoon, we'll figure out where everybody's seated for girls' basketball around the state of Illinois. And then the matchups will come out on Friday. So looking at those subsectional records, this is a big one here. They're both in the same subsectional. It's the Abbey Navon sectionals, where the sectional will be played right here on this gymnasium floor. The regional hosts are Brown County and Havana. Uh, looking at Abbey Navon and West Central, they are just neck and neck for that five and six seed here. So uh, Abby Navon, two wins ahead. They don't necessarily go by wins. But this would be a big game to see who's going to be at the five or six spot. Yes, all throughout the season, coaches say, well, we're not looking at the regionals now. It's time to start <laughs> looking and thinking about regionals. And this is a big one for the seeding that you just talked about. Yeah, and you know, head-to-head, this, so far this season, I think A-Town has won the first two. So they've already got a leg up, uh, as, long as, as well as just one more win than West Central Heat. It looks like uh, these two teams met back in uh, January 14th. Uh, the West Central Heat got the five-point win, 60-55, to 55, and then I thought they met a little bit, yeah, way back, way back in the Thanksgiving tournament. And West Central, they're the ones that's got the 2-0 lead in the game behind them in the subsectional. So this could be the tiebreaker here. This absolutely could, and it would be big for West Central to come in here on the road and get a win and kind of avenge the two losses earlier in the season. This is the Kellogg Printing pregame show. Kellogg Printing Company Incorporated has been on the public square in Mama since 1924. Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Caden and I broadcasting from the Victorious Furniture Broadcast booth. Quality furniture at an affordable price located in Mama, Illinois. And the game always powered by the Greater Warren County United Way. 100% of your donations to the Greater Warren County United Way directly impact our own communities. I got a chance to talk to both head coaches before the ballgame tonight. First up is Tyler Clossing, head coach of the West Central Heat in his second season as the Heat head coach. We'll come back with those Security Savings Bank pregame coaches' interviews in 30 seconds. Welcome back to the AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRM pregame show. Joining me here on the pregame show, I got head coach of the West Central Heat, Mr. Tyler Clossing. Coach, how you doing, man? Good. How are you doing today? 
Good. I'm in the gymnasium, another gymnasium. That's not so bad on a cold night, is it? Your schedule sounds about like mine right about now. <laughs> Three games in four days, and we're right in the middle of it with a tough A-Town team tonight. This has been this has been a crazy week. Who, who, who do we got to contact here to get this thing eased up a little bit? Um, I, I've given him a little bit of grief last night and this week about it, but it is what it is. got to play through it. Um, a lot of games just down the stretch for us, and – they're all conference games for the most part, so we got to show up and play. Yeah, I mean, how's the girls been doing since we saw you last? We, you had a nice run through the LTC tournament, taking second place. And I told you two or three weeks ago, I said, man, you guys are going to be a sleeper in this tournament. Yeah, so I think we had you right before the LTC when we played United. We made a nice run in the LTC tournament. We um, were able to knock off Anna Juan, ended up playing the championship game against a tough Princeville team. And... We just we just lost down the stretch, you know, our young team. That's a rough week, kind of like this week, four or five games in a short amount of time. And it, it got us at the end. I think we were just tired by the time the end of the week came. This week, of course, the seedings come out. We'll have regional pairings on Friday. You and uh, A-Town kind of locked into kind of locked into your spots, only be able to flip-flop. Is that something you think about tonight, or are you just taking it one game at a time and let regional sort itself out? Um, we've been in the one game at a time pretty much since we came out of the Christmas break. Uh, we've had some high goals for our girls, um, and we just tried to tell them one goal, one game at a time to see if we could get to our goals. And they're fighting every night, and we're improving. So where we end up is where we end up at this point, and we'll, we'll see where we go from there. She'll be playing, of course, at her at her high level, especially in the last three or four games. I think 33, 34, and 36. But, you know, you've been doing this long enough. It takes more than her, and you've been playing good basketball. Who else is playing well for you? Absolutely. It goes from um, Harley Haynes stepped up really big. Addie Seitz is hitting shots outside. Bailey Ryan's giving us the defensive pressure that we asked for out of her position. And then uh, Sam's getting some rebounds, and our two freshmen are stepping up playing some key minutes for us also. What do you know about A-Town? Of course, you've seen them. I mean, what, what, what problems do they present you? So, you know, they're like us, all-stater, all-stater. Uh, we shut Brooke down and go from there. Hopefully their girls don't get hot shooting from outside. They can always put them up from the three-point line. And if we can limit Brooke and shut everybody else down, we'll have a chance. I've been looking forward to this one. Like you said, All-Stater, All-Stater, Brooke Peeper. I enjoy watching her play, and I really, really enjoy watching watching Shelby play. I mean, how, how much do you, you kind of focus in on Brooke, do you think? Uh, Brooke's definitely in our game plan, um, just because we have to throw so many bodies at her to limit her touches. Um, but I, I've said all year, we'll go as our defense goes. If our defense shows up, I'm, I feel confident. If our defense doesn't show up, it could be a long night for us. And I'm scared because it's night three of night four, and we'll see what happens. I tell you, this is a tough stretch here with regionals coming up. But, you know, it, it kind of prepares you. Get your legs under you a little bit. Absolutely. Um, we played a tough schedule all year long. Might as well finish the season how we started it. Let's go, let's go out with the ball of fire one game at a time and see what we can do. What do you want your ball club to do a little better? What are they going to have to do a little better to make a, make a nice run here in the postseason? Uh, we just got to buckle down on defense and then – stick to running an offense when stuff breaks down. That's one of our biggest keys this year is once something breaks down, we kind of shut down and they, we look to Shelby and everybody puts deep on Shelby. She's facing boxing ones, triangles and twos with the two being on her all year. Um, we just have to run an offense and that's what it's here come down to. All right, coach. We'll talk to you afterwards. Good luck, my man. All right. Thank you.
head coach Tyler Clausing with the West Central Heat. We'll be back. Welcome back to the AM 1330 FM 94.1 WRM pregame show. Joining me on the pregame show, A-Town head coach Brad Dugan. Doogie, how you doing on a cold night here in West Central Illinois? Doing great, Sean. How about yourself? Doing good. Haven't seen you guys for a while. How's things been going? Everybody healthy? Everybody's good? What's going on? Yeah, for once, I can say this year we're, we're healthy. And, of course, senior night tonight. So, looking to get through that and, and the pregame ceremonies and then get on to basketball. Looking forward to that tonight. How's things been going since we saw you last? Kind of up and down? We were talking a little bit off there. Up and down? Everybody's up and down, it seems like, this year. Yeah, it's a kind of boring story for all the coaches. Really, uh, can't give you any radio guys, any, any limelight to give you some, some substance for your for your broadcast. But, no, it's been a lot of up and down. And, and like you said, every coach is kind of, I don't know, we all go in the game going, I really can't tell you what we're going to do right or wrong tonight, but it's going to be probably both. And we're just going to have to overcome it either way. Uh, good matchup tonight. A couple of All-Staters for people who I have thoroughly enjoyed watching for four years. And we'll talk about your seniors here in a minute. And then, uh, of course, uh, Shelby Bowman, who I enjoy watching play, too. It's going to be a fun game tonight, but it comes down to more than that. You've been doing this a long time. It's come down to more than just state state players. It, absolutely. And, and both Bowman and people will get theirs tonight. Um, Tyler and I uh, was talking about that before the game. And a few other players have got to step up a little more tonight and probably decide the outcome one way or another, whether it's too many turnovers or too few turnovers, which I prefer. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be the other players, I think, that dictate this ball game in the win or loss. Uh, matchup-wise, I mean, how do you like your matchup with West Central, or how have you liked it earlier this year? Well, physicality-wise, I think we got the nod on that, but they have some athleticism, and to be honest with you, they know who they are. Um, they have an identity that we have games in and games out that we don't really know what we are. Uh, Brooke might stand out the perimeter four positions in a row, and I'm like, Brooke Peeper, you better get down on the block. I'm going to put you on the other side of the court and not come to the bench. But we have those moments where uh, we just go through those lulls. And, and even Coach Tyler talked about that as well. He talked about it a little bit. Um, that, gosh, I'm, I'm scratching my head trying to figure out what we're in or what we're not in. And, and defensively, I just changed it. And two people are in it and three people aren't. It's And I think it's just uh, too many cell phones or something going on. I don't know which. But uh, we've had those moments. And here it is February. And Honestly, we're starting to grind that out. We're playing a little bit better basketball. We're not we're cut down the turnovers a little bit. Um, we've, we've established our identity a little bit better, and we've changed a couple defenses here and there to kind of play to the, the cards we've been dealt with. I, I know it probably varies from night to night, but what is the identity of this of this year's Torpedoes Club? I mean, we're 20, 25 games in. What's the identity? Well, we have to work inside out, and we have to take advantage of Brooke's passing skills, even though I, like, I think she passes way too much. Um, there's times where she passes too much. I mean, you get the, you're, you get a 6-1 post, and she should be shooting it. Oh, probably 20, uh, 20 times a game and getting more than 20 points a game just doing that. Um, I will say this. She's a very unselfish lady. She looks for the Haley Reddings and the Lexi Hunters on the outside and the Emma Gunthers. And then Taylor Ford has been doing a fabulous job for us. Five, two, but you got to watch what she does on the court for us. It's at various times, she'll be the one that bosses out and gets a rebound or, or at least bosses out and everybody else gets a rebound. I see what she does on the court and how valuable she is to us. And honestly, she's probably been our most consistent player as a sophomore. Senior night, uh, talk about your seniors a little bit. Oh, gladly. Uh, we already mentioned Brooke Peeper and what she means to the program. She's broke, I think, three or four school records at this point, rebounding records. She, she owns that. Um, and then you got Lexi Hunter, who's a move in from Mama Roseville. 
Um, she's done a great job coming in. It's, it's kind of a tough beginning of the year, you know, trying to figure out our system and how we do things different from Mom's Roseville. Not that a whole lot was different, just different names and terminology. Um, then you got Sydney Emmerich. She came off a, a back injury last year. They put her out most of the season, if not all. And she's done a fabulous job in leading and so forth. Erin Marr had an unfortunate fall um, before season starts, so she's been out the whole year. But you will see her in the lineup tonight, and we'll get her right out because she's got a season-ending uh, knee injury. And then last but not least, McKay Groman, who's been playing really well last year, four games off the bench for us. And I look for her to hopefully take some advantage of a high-low set with Brooke at the high post and, and McKay at the low post and, and take care of you know some of our size advantage and add some points on the scoreboard for us. All right, Coach. I look forward to watching these two teams play tonight. We'll talk to you afterwards, my man. Okay, sounds good. Thanks for supporting us. Head Coach Brent Dugan with the A-Town Tornadoes. We'll be back here on the pregame show. Back here at Abington Avon High School. The uh, national anthem has been sung. Drop you by Stanton Insurance, your local all-state insurance agency, Stanton Insurance in Monmouth since 1919. Your referees tonight sponsored by Kehoe Eye Care and Monmouth and Gellsburg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Both your pregame coaches interviews sponsored, proudly sponsored by Security Savings Bank, part of your community, part of your life, member FDIC. Uniform sponsors MC Sport More is your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel, hats, hoodies, polos, basketballs, and much, much more. MCSportMore.com. The uh, home team on the scoreboard, the Abbey Navon Tornadoes, white tops, white bottoms, kind of a fluorescent yellow number outlined in green. Pretty sharp uniforms. We got a couple of really nice uniforms. I know, Caden, you were you were uh, complimenting that nice-looking West Central get up there with the blue bottoms, the blue tops, the red numbers with the white trim and the red, kind of the red trim around the shorts. That's a good-looking uniform. Oh, yeah, those are beautiful uniforms. And West Central football, we, we caught a lot of them as they're, uh, during their state run. Those are good uniforms, too. West Central just got a good color scheme, in my opinion. Yeah, I like it. The dark blue with the red and, and uh, A-Town getting announced. Now, let's get to your mom with Perry McDonald's starters. Mammoth Area McDonald's now hiring. Check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. First school at Central Heat, Harley Haynes, a sophomore, averaging seven and a half points and eight rebounds, the leading rebounder for the Heat. Shelby Bowman, a junior, 27 and a half points at six rebounds, three and a half assists, three steals. That's just uh, that's eye-popping numbers there for the uh, junior, the All-State junior. Bailey Ryan, a senior as well, averaging four points and three and a half rebounds. Addie Seitz, a sophomore, seven rebounds and four or seven points and four rebounds. Sam Meyer, a junior, averaging two points and three rebounds. For the A-Town Tornadoes, they are starting all seniors tonight. Brooke Peeper, a 6'1 senior. Alexa Hunter, a 5'8 senior. Sydney Emmerich, a 5'10 senior. And McKay Groman, a 5'10 senior. And now we've got a timeout on the floor. Aaron Marr is uh, starting a senior. And you heard uh, Coach Coach Dugan. He's going to get a nice round of applause and a big hug from head coach Brent Dugan. Aaron Marr, a senior who's had to miss this year with a knee injury just before the season started, getting a hug from uh, the entire tornado uh, team here on the sideline very cool gesture by coach dugan and and uh, of course aaron uh, emotional as she's coming off the floor she would have loved to have played with this group yeah that's just a fantastic moment for uh, dugan and the entire a-town squad it's tough to miss any season you never want an injury but especially your senior year is just is devastating for her but this was a a great moment by a-town it sure is uh, congratulations to aaron Moore getting on the getting on the floor at least one more time here uh subbing in now will be la Pompeo, a five foot five sophomore, so she'll take she'll take the spot of Aaron Marr. First shot in the paint, no good by Harley Haynes. Loose on the floor, battled for both ball clubs. Uh, Brooke Peeper on the floor, 
with, uh, who is that, the West Central? That looks like uh, Sam Meyer on the floor. A little hustle out of the gate here. Early battle by Brooke Peeper to give it back to the Tornadoes on the floor for the jump ball. Again, a couple of all-stays there. Brooke Peeper, senior for eight down, and, and uh, Shelby Bowman, they get it into Peeper in the paint. She gives it up. Passes. Or the shot is up and no good, but fouled on the shot. There's another Coach Dugan ringing his hands over here. Brooke Peeper had about a two-foot shot there. She's, she goes a 6-1, just shoot it. But she looked for the open man, and uh, the shooter was fouled, luckily. Unselfish play, but a little too unselfish, uh, a little too unselfish there. Absolutely unselfish, man. So at the free throw line, yeah, that is the bad thing about these fluorescent yellow numbers. It's hard to see on the white jersey. <laughs> Reminds me of Mama throws a football uh, maybe <laughs> last year. Yeah, oh, you the white jerseys with the gray numbers. That's tough to see at night on the football field. Okay, that is uh, Taylor Ford, or Sidney Emmerich. Uh, nope, Taylor Ford uh, got the free throw. Got one out of two. Stolen away by Emma Gunther. On the run. Layup no good by Alexa Hunter. Bowman brings down the rebound. one nothing A-Town after the split free throws by Taylor Ford. Corner three on the way is no good. That was... Lauren, or excuse me, uh, uh, Addie Sykes on that. Now Bowman will step back and take a three. She's short, rebounded by the Tornado. A little short there from Shelby Bowman on the step back. Just great defense from A-Town so far and an early hustle. So they're going to bring the defense. They give up uh, 42 and a half points a game. The West Central Heat give up about 46 and a half. Uh, and both pretty similar offenses. West Central scoring 50 points a game and, and A-Town about 52 and a half. So yeah, pretty even across the board. Maybe A-Town a little bit better defensively here. Bowman with it, top of the key. In the corner, they feed the post to Harley Haynes. Her shot no good. Rebound. Once again, that's a couple of rebounds. They're really on for Taylor Ford. All five foot two of them. The size of uh, Brooke Peeper there was able to force Haynes to just kind of throw up a wild shot there. And another great defensive possession from A-Town, and then at least the point there. That is Alexa Hunter with the first three ball tonight. It's 4 up in A-Town. Seniors getting involved on. early, yeah. Alexa Hunter, transfer in for Mammoth Roseville. Remember calling a little bit of her games last year for uh, for the Titans. Spending her senior year at having him. Well, having a nice year. Alexa averaging nine points and three rebounds. Bowman, three ball. No good. High rebound brought down by the Heat. And somehow getting it up over the rim is Sam Meyer. That hit the front of the rim and then just kind of rolled over. And it is kind of frustrating for uh, A-Town. You, know, you get the miss three. You don't get a lot of missed shots from Bowman, but you get the miss, but you can't come down with the rebound and at least a point. Turnover here by A-Town at midcourse. It'll be West Central basketball. Turnover against the uh, pressure there by the Heat. 4-2. A-Town leading the Heat here with 5.59 to go. Bowman gets a screen from Haynes. She'll fire a three. No good. First shot's First several shots here missed by Bowman. She's sitting at 33% from three. She's missed her first three to start as Brooke Keeper swats that away with authority. Hey, or uh, Bailey Ryan trying to get down the baseline there. They're going to get a foul on oh, okay. Haley Redding. Oh, it was on the, uh, on the kind of, we'll call it riding down the baseline there before it got to Brooke Keeper who just completely swatted that thing away. <laughs> right off the uh, senior banners, it looks like. Looks like they've created about five senior banners. Those are really Pretty cool down the uh, baseline there. Three ball, no good in the corner by Addie Seitz. Out of bounds. It is going to stay with West Central. Four to two here with 5.37 to go. A-Town with the lead. Once again, an unfortunate moment there. You get another miss three. I believe they're 0 for 4 now from beyond the arc, and then you can't corral the defensive rebound. And Bowman misses another three, and the offensive rebound put back by Seitz. And again, you finally get, you get Shelby Bowman to miss a bunch of shots. You've got to secure the rebound. If you can get fortunate enough to see her miss some shots, 
you got to take care of the rebound. Peeper gets the board. She's fouled by Haynes. Off the missed three from the left wing. How to put Peeper at the free throw line. I was going to say, you got to get points here on this possession because you've got uh, five early three-point misses, four from Shelby Bowman. That's not going to happen all game, so you need to kind of build a lead while you can. And Peeper's going to do that at the line, hopefully, for A-Town. You've got to take advantage of every one of uh, Bowman's misses because she don't miss very often. No. Peeper hits the first free throw to go. Sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more. Since 1959, Peeper second free throw is up and good. Peeper good free throw shoot. Yeah, not bad. 58%. And she gets both free throws there. 6-2 A-Town. West Central winning the first two matchups between these two ball clubs. The first one way back. There's a little mid-range jumper missed by Bowman. And Bowman tried to poke it away from, from great sight. Or, excuse me, from, uh, from Emma Gunther in the backcourt. The entry pass to Peepers picked off. Here comes... Bowman, reverse layup, tried to draw the foul, did not get the call. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm glad he ate the whistle on that one. That would, that would have been a bailout call. She was a little out of control there. Kind of came up maybe looking for the foul, maybe hoping for it, but does not get it. And Haynes gets the rebound, but gets it taken away from her by Brooke Peeper. Three ball in the way, no good. Long rebound, brought down by Shelby Bowman. She's on the run. Between the leg dribble, back to the top of the key. Long three is no good by Sight. Battle on the rebound. Saved in. Oh, they're going to say there was a foot on the baseline. It's going to go to West Central. Yeah, you'd like to see uh, the Heat kind of settle in and go to the basket a little more. You are now, I believe, 0 for 6, 0 for 7 from 3 early. It's not a great start from the line, and this is kind of resembling uh, kind of resembling Monica Roosevelt EP. Yeah, little, the boys uh, game from a week ago. Week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you've got, to, you've got to take advantage of misses here. A timeout on the floor, I believe taken by um, Frank Dugan, head coach for the, the uh, Tornadoes. Uh, we got some great Abingdon Avon sponsors that have, have jumped on board. Caden, who's some of our sponsors? Yeah, we got Cool Beans Coffee Lounge and the Scoop Ice Cream Parlor and Heartland Deck and Fence. Cool Beans Coffee Lounge for a great cup of coffee. The Scoop Ice Cream Parlor with over 150 rotating flavors. And Heartland Deck and Fence in Abington are proud supporters of A-Town Athletics. Here's to a great year from Cool Beans Coffee Lounge, the Scoop Ice Cream Parlor, and Heartland Deck and Fence. Man, I can take a scoop of ice cream right now. I'll tell you what. You can eat ice cream 365 days a year. I don't care how cold it is. Ball is in play now with the A-Town Tornadoes with it following the A-Town timeout. Good ball movement leads to a three ball. It's good by Emma Gunther. It's 9-2 A-Town. Gunther with a triple. Alexa Hunter with a triple. Kind of the difference in this game right now. It two is. threes for West or two threes for A Town, zero for West Central, and West Central has definitely to get one. Haynes out to Bowman on the left wing. Now they swing it to the right wing. Now on the baseline. Back out the free throw line. Harley Haynes shot no good from just outside the free throw line. Lose on the floor. Picked up by West Central. Haynes will shoot it again. No good. Tried to bank shot from the free throw line. Tough possession there for Harley Haynes. She got a second effort on the shot, and it just rattled out. Yeah, she had a little space there. I wouldn't mind seeing her maybe take a couple dribbles and shoot it from about three or four foot closer. Entry pass into Brooke Peeper. Fumbled. Loose on the floor. Bellman's on the floor with Alexa Hunter. And A-Town comes up with it. Good hustle from from A-Town there. West Central had the ball for a minute and then lost it. So A-Town could have given up on that play. They got a second chance and they took advantage of it as now what happened on that play there Sean? <laughs> Emma Gunther that good ball move by A-Town 
swung it all the way around to the left corner. Gunther went to fire a three, and Harley Haynes out of nowhere swaps it up into the fifth row. I watched Harley Haynes play a little volleyball this uh, this fall, and I've seen her do some spiking and some blocking at the net, and it looked like that. She just swatted up in the fifth row. Sometimes the other sport kind of kicks in. And yes, they did there. there. It sounded like she had a volleyball, too. It was definitely a, a pretty good smack. It looked like a good catch from the fan in the uh, fifth row that caught it. It was a defensive catch. It would have hit him right in the, uh, would have implanted in his, in his nose. It is West Central basketball. Three ball from the left wing. Now they're short. Down to Shelby Bowman. So the Heat again. Another offensive rebound. Bowman in the corner. Baseline jumper. No good. And loose on the floor. Picked up by Harley Haynes. Her shot no good. Boy, Haynes just can't get one to go down. Peeper almost travels. And it's a, uh, it's a, we'll call it coaching. And I'm using air quotes, coach, for, or, uh, folks from, from Brent Dugan to, Likes the hunter three ball, no good. Picked up by Harley Haynes. They get it ahead to Bowman. Bowman kind of on her own here. A little shake and bake dribble. Gets to the baseline. Step back. Good defense by A-Town. That was Emma Gunther. Good defense on Bowman. They are really challenging the all-state guard here. I don't think she's scored yet. Ooh, in not scored in this first quarter. And good defense again on the baseline drive. Just double her off. Inside. Good job by, by uh, Bowman to find an open shooter. Shot missed. West Central gets the rebound, and they're going to get another one. It goes out of bounds off of A-Town off the second putback attempt by the Heat. Yeah, scoreless is Bowman, and she's in her last three ball games, folks. She scored 33, 34, and 36 last night. A huge credit to this tornado defense early. And they get it into Haynes. Her shot, no good. A lot of contact there, no call. Here comes A-Town with under two minutes to go. Bowman, backdoor cut to Alexa Hunter. A little bit low, hits. Hunter kind of in the knees. If that was more in the chest, that's probably going to end up in a layup. Just a bad pass there by by, uh, by Peeper. Yeah, you'd like to see her bring it up just a bit. And that pass kind of low there, right uh, right at about the shoes there. You, you said, right, you want it more of the knees. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was just too low. And now another turnover goes into the backcourt. Oh, they're going to say it was tipped. So no over and back. Tornadoes might have caught a break there. Right wing Gunther, they feed it into Peeper, turns off the glass. Oh, good. What great. a nice move by Peeper. Unbelievable spin move there. You you're so worried about someone like Peeper, you know, backing you down and going in when they can do that to you as well. Step and turns and hits that shot. So Peeper with four points. Nice fake by Haynes to get to the lane. No good. Peeper with the rebound and now a frustration foul on Haynes. That'll be her second. With a minute eight left yeah. in the first quarter, that is not good. That's not good. You can tell why she's frustrated. She has not gotten anything to go, and she's had good luck. She had a great fake there of a great defender in Brooke Peeper, and she had a chance there. It just did not fall. She's got 7.6 points on average, and she's been a good role player to Bowman, but she has not. She's just been unlucky tonight. So that frustration foul, you get the – I get why she did, but now you've got sec, or two fouls in this game. Yeah, now a travel call on Alexa Hunter. She tried to get to the rim from the right, from the right. Tried to get to the rim from the right wing. Uh, I've been kind of watching Harley Haynes and Brooke Peeper here away from the ball. They're having a pretty good battle now. A little pushing and shoving going on between the two two post players. They get it to Haynes at the free throw line. She swings it to Bowman at the right wing. Now top of the key is Addie Sipes. Sipes will take a deep three, and she's really short. Rebound picked up again by West Central, but a heel on the baseline is going to be Lauren Winters, the freshman. 
Well, West Central. Turn over to A-Town. Yeah, that place kind of summarized West Central's night so far. You get a wide open three, and then the shot just falls short about, of about everything there. So West Central's going to have to pick it up. They've got two points in this first quarter. Yeah, this is a team that averages uh, about 50. So then two peeper. Before she falls down, gets it to Lexa Hunter. Long two is good. Oh, they're going to call that a three. I thought the foot was on the line. Wow, the foot was solidly on the line, but the official gives the old touchdown signal. So that is a three ball from Emma Gunther, and she gets the steal. We're going to go right back to West Central. Right back to West Central. They're going to try to get it now stolen by Gunther. Shot at the buzzer. It's no good and could have been. Could have been the third foul on Harley Haynes as she basically ran over her. Emma Gunther there. Wow, they, A-Town is really, or uh, West Central is really fortunate that wasn't the third foul on Harley Yeah, Haynes. Dugan's not very happy. He wanted the foul there. He went right up to the ref. He's not going to get it. Uh, Haynes just completely uh, just took out Emma Gunther. That's the end of the first quarter. 14-2, to two, A-Town leading West Central. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Back here at Abingdon Avon High School, we get set for quarter number two. Good quarter there by A Town, fourteen to two, holding uh, holding the West Central Heat to two points and none from Shelby Bowman. Well, if you um, if you tell Coach Dugan you're going to hold uh, you're going to hold Shelby Bowman to zero points in the first quarter, he's going to say, "Well, are we up double digits?" And if you tell him yes, he's going to be very happy. When you're up fourteen to two on West Central here, ooh boy, Bowman misses his shot, rebounded by Haynes, got it back to Bowman. She missed another shot, thought she got contact, and on the runout, Alexa Hunter with her fifth point on the layup, 16-2 to two now. Fantastic night so far for Alexa Hunter, two threes, and now this basket, she's got eight of the 16 eight-town points. Bowman, again, scores, missed a bunch of shots. They've been contested. Now, Haynes gets fouled on her shot attempt, so Hardy will go to the free-throw line, and that foul's going to go on Lauren Winters or, yes, Lauren Winters. Is her second? I must have missed one in there somewhere. Oh, no, that's uh, 15 for Haley Redding. It's her second. Big, yeah. these, are big free, uh, these are big free throws for uh, Haynes, who's struggling in the first quarter. She gets that first one to go. Sometimes you see those free throws go through. It gets your it gets your shooting game going. Exactly. It's, it's kind of like in baseball. When, you, when you're struggling to hit, maybe lay down a couple bunts. Well, get to the free throw line if you're struggling to shoot the ball a little bit. No defense. Chance to get your, uh, your follow through, your stroke going. Got them both. Hope free throws good by Haynes. 16 to 4, A Town with the basketball and a 12 point lead with 7.20 to go, second quarter. Baseline jumper by A Town is up and good. Well, they're just hitting everything right now. Yeah, and they found the perfect uh, perfect pass to the outside. They were set up in that 1 3 1, and it kind of left. Uh, I didn't I didn't see who got the shot to go in there, but it kind of left her wide open there. Sydney Hemrick, there's Shelby Bowman. She's fouled on a three point attempt. So Shelby will get to the free throw line for three, and that's going to get the same, same deal. For Harley Haynes, the same thing for Shelby Bowman as she watches. And this is as good as Shelby Bowman is. This is the most impressive stat I've got for Shelby Bowman. An 85% free throw shooter. And I'm talking on 180. She's not going to go to the line here, actually. Oh, they're going to say that was on the floor. Yeah, just looked up and saw the inbound pass. Wow. Harley Haynes gets that shot to go from free throw line, just like we said. Yep. Starting to build up that rhythm and confidence. That's going to be huge for West Central. They need the, their two top scorers tonight. And now the Heat in the 1-3-1 half-court defense. Shot by Alexa Hunter's no good. Backside rebound by Harley Haynes. Gets the Bowman on the run. It's a three-on-two here. Bowman 
Boy, I'll tell you what, Emma Gunther's playing really solid defense on Bowman right now. Bowman's driving baseline. This time, she'll get one to go. Nice baseline drive. Timeout, Coach Brent Dugan here. Yeah, Dugan wants to cut that off right now. You don't want to see Shelby get going here. <laughs> That's the second time out already. That would be the uh, worst thing to happen, to get a Bowman going after having such an amazing first quarter. Zero points on the All-State guard. 18-8, 10-point lead for the Abingdon Avon Tornadoes with 6.28 to go here in the second quarter. How about a couple more great sponsors here from the Abingdon Avon community? Yeah, Hinchliffe, Pearson, West. Having the talk of a lifetime can make a big difference. Sharing stories with people we love and share us not only strengthens, our bond with them, but will also be very significant when it is time for us to honor the life they live. This message is brought to you by Hinchwith, Pearson West, Funeral Directors and Cremation Services in Galesburg and Abingdon. We also have the Charm Center of Abingdon. Sean, you might want to give <laughs> no, you might want to look into this service here. If your head is not in the game, get into the Charm Center in Abingdon. Whether you need a quick trim or a whole new look, get Jen or Diane to help you look your best. Make your appointment today at the Charm Center of Abingdon, 462-2292, or stop by 108 East Meek Street in Abingdon. I was just kidding about that. No, I've said it before. When, when I begin, If they can do something with this, with this <laughs> lack of head of hair that I have, if they can be miracle workers, they'd have my business weekly. <laughs> All right, back on the floor. It's 18-8, 622. A-Town with a 10-point lead and the basketball. That's the second timeout taken by head coach Brent Dugan, a Tickham's electric timeout. Pass tipped out of bounds by Harley Haynes from the uh, corner. Trying to get it out to Emma Gunther on the right wing. Checking out will come Sydney Emmerich and also McKay Groman. Keep her back on the floor. Like you, said, we, Taylor uh, Ford. like you said, we need to uh, kind of look at this Peeper versus Haynes matchup there. Kind of doing battle here in the post there. They're both very yeah, physical, been, very kind of back and forth players. Three-pointer is good. They three-ball again by the A-Town Tornado. They have been raining down here at A-Town. That's the fourth three for the Tornadoes. They shoot 27%. They shoot a lot of them, really, 364. I've only got stats through 22 of the uh, 27 games, so they, they probably the total is much higher than that. Bowman will shoot a three and drill it. Boy, he might, going. he might be going now. That's five points for Shelby all in this quarter. And gets the heat back to within 10, and they set up in that 1-3-1 half-court trap. Driving baseline is Hunter. They gets it over to Peeper. Good move by Brooke Peeper. Gets Harley Haynes in the air and drives right around her for the layup. That's a senior versus a sophomore there. That, and that move was basically going to either get Haynes to foul or they were going to, or uh, Peeper was going to get the easy basket there. It was going to be a win-win for Brooke Peeper, and she won. Haynes with it, hands to Bowman. Now Bowman's pass picked off, but it comes right to back to Shelby Bowman off the off the turnover, and this is a step back three. Rebounded by Taylor Ford for the Tornadoes. Try and Harley Haynes, Haynes the third one, the third foul. Coach Clossing scratching his uh, scratching his head there as he's looking. Yeah, Haynes is going to have to come out with that third foul. Um, good move there by. Um, I didn't see, was it was it Taylor Ford maybe that was making the move at, or maybe Emma Gunther making the move at at uh, Harley Haynes. Just a little stutter step dribble, and then went around her, and, and he's fouled her on the way by. Wide open three here for H-Town. They miss it this time. Bowman with the rebound. Gunther misses the three in the corner. Here comes Shelby. 
It looks like Sam Meyer checked in for Harley Haynes, so she'll take a seat with three fouls. Yeah, she's probably going to. She's definitely going to sit this last 440. So you would think Brooke Peeper can really go to work here now with uh, Haynes off the floor. I would be could make a concerted effort to get Brooke Peeper a couple touches here. It is West Central basketball, though. They trail by 12, 23-11. Bowman directing some traffic. And two girls uh, double-teaming on, on Shelby Bowman, top of the key. Three, no good. Ball tipped around in the corner. And we're going to get a push call. As a uh, good hustle, Taylor Ford tracking down that loose ball. Who's the uh, West Central foul going to go on? It's going to be uh, Lauren Winters. Yeah. Wow. I don't think West Central necessarily needed a foul there. It looked like she was going to fall on her own. So either she's going to have to throw that wildly and try and save it to where you could pick that up, or she's going to fall and go out of bounds. Like, you didn't really need to foul there. For right. I, I you didn't need to get so physical and put your hands on there. No, because you even if she doesn't fall out of bounds, you still got a trap right there in yeah. the corner. You even can the still force position. the air and pass. Yeah. Still in a perfect position. But, ooh, now we got a moving screen on Brooke Peeper. Is that her first? Yeah, that would be Brooke's first fouls. If I got 14 fouls, yeah, 14 fouls on the Tornadoes, five. On West Central with 4.13 to go second quarter, 23-11, having the name on. West Central basketball on the 1-2-2 zone here. They're going to have somebody spying Bowman wherever she goes. Top of the key. Way out by the timeline is Lauren Almost intercepted by Peeper there. Bowman all the way to the baseline to Sam Meyer who misses a shot. But, man, what a nice pass from Bowman from the top of the key. Going to be off. Gunther's passing to West Central. Yeah, Brooke Peeper's just, just a little too high, luckily for A-Town. Tipped out of bounds by West Central. Gunther, sit in the corner. Alexa Hunter, three ball, in and out, no good. Peeper with a rebound. Good pass along the baseline for the layup. Good assist by Brooke Peeper. That was just a good sequence for A-Town. They had a great offensive uh, inbound play there. Everybody was kind of focused on the uh, interior pass to Brooke Peeper that Alexa Hunter kind of snuck out to the three-point line, got open. Unfortunately for her, missed it, but Brooke Peeper came down with the rebound and found the open open player on the block. Shelby Bowman had the basketball down on the block, turns, and McKay Groman just reaches in and ties her up. Jump ball, one by ball will go to eight down. That's the second time tonight that they've done that. Now Coach Crossing wants a timeout. 25-11, we'll step aside, take a one-minute break. 3.21 to go here in the second quarter. We'll be back. Both teams back on the floor. First shot attempt by A-Town following the timeout in and out by Brooke Peeper. Good look, hit the backboard, hit the front of the rim, back on the backboard, and didn't quite settle into the, into the basket. Now a turnover by West Central. Two-on-one for Abington Avon. Nice pass to Alexa Hunter for the bucket. That's a great pass from Haley Redding. It's just a uh, just a beautiful way to run the floor there on the fast break there. They caught him uh they caught him off guard with the uh, disadvantage two and one and then they caught up but still Alexa Hunter was able to get open underneath the basket. That's how you do a two on one break. You draw the defense and just dish it off. Perfectly executed there. Now nearly another turnover by West Central two Bowman between the leg dribble she'll drive baseline. Just on the baseline because she had Sam Meyer break into the room. Probably a layup there by Meyer on a nice pass from Bowman. She was just trying to work through this uh, pressing eight-down defense that has been all over not only Bowman but pretty much every West Central player here, and she just got kind of too close to the baseline and stepped on him. 
Shelby Bowman with five points. And I've seen some, I get some box scores uh, easily at the score sheet. And a nice backdoor pass from Keeper to, to LaHunter, and she's fouled on the shot. I believe it's by Bowman. Yep, that's her first. First foul on Shelby. And Lexa Hunter will get a pair of free throws here. She is a 60% free throw shooter. Not bad. She's got seven points. Her average is nine. And misses the first free throw. She'll get a second, though. Haley Redding will come out. Redding had a nice run there. She had a couple nice passes. Played some good, solid defense. Redding, the sophomore. Second free throw by Hunter is good. So she's got eight points, and the lead is 17, 28 to 11. Here in the first half. It's been a great start for both sides for Abing and Avon. They are really getting up and getting another turnover. Another turnover. Getting in the passing lane is Sydney Emmerich. And fouled Emmerich before she could get the shot to the rim. Yeah, Coach Clausen for West Central was really looking for a travel before the foul. I thought when I heard the whistle with that's what I initially thought. However, it's going to send. Hattie Sight. Having to do the line again. Emmerich, a 45% free throw shooter. Not very many attempts this year. The uh, Coach Clausing trying to get an explanation here from from uh, the official. First free throw by Emmerich is no good. Just a one of the bonus there. Almost threw it away there. Oh. Here comes Bowman, and she's going to be fouled by Hunter. That's only the fifth team foul, though, for A-Town with a minute 55 to go here in the first half. So no free throws for, for Bowman. Yeah, it was probably strategic there to reach in. Bowman looked like she had a, a nice path to the lane. It looked like she kind of just got past Hunter. She just reached because you never know when, when Bowman gets past you, she can make the uh, the nice pass yeah, there again. You've got, you got to rim. give her some room, but then she's, she's such a, now she's doubled on the sidelines. Doubled off, and she's going to get fouled. fouled again. Kind of like you said on that press earlier in this ball game, they had Bowman in a perfect position out there on the sideline. They didn't really need to reach in. But Gunther's going to pick up the foul. That's the 16th foul. So now West Central is in the bonus. They'll get one and one with their next foul. Back to Bowman on the right wing after the inbound to Sipes. Across to Bailey Ryan playing catch with Addy Sipes in the corner. Driving baseline and blocked out by uh, Laney Crossing Shocks blocked, but A-Town will turn it over back to the Heat. Bowman with a uh, A-Town defender wherever she goes. No surprise there. And now a pass picked off by Alexa Hunter. Going to go off of her out of bounds, though. Yeah, that was two almost takeaways for A-Town. Bookkeeper made an incredible athletic play there, too swat the ball away and then save it, but then they turned it right back over. And now on this play, Alexa Hunter got right in front, but she could not corral it. Bowman gives it up. Back to Bowman. Wide open three. A little short. short. Rebounded by Bailey Ryan, though. Back to Ryan. Oh, she's stepping outside. She got it to Addie Sites, and then Sites tried to get the return pass to Brian. I don't think she was out of bounds. I don't think she was looking for the pass. She had a whole foot you know, inbound, and when she caught it, she kind of looked at the... Uh, she kind of looked at the player through the inbound or the inside pass and was like, I'm not, I was out of bounds. I wasn't ready for <laughs> yeah, that. You should not have been out of bounds. <laughs> Under a minute to go here in the first half. Inside to Peeper. She's fouled on the help side defense by Annie Sites. That'll be, if it is Sites, that'll be his second. I 
think it's going to be Hattie. It is Hattie Sykes. That'll be her second. At the free throw line is Peeper. She's two for two there. Got six points. Averages a double-double. Does Peeper. 16 points and just under 14 rebounds for the season. That's averages. First free throw is good. Okay, Groman will come in for Peeper here. Once she gets her foul shots. Peeper just one foul, but good chance to get her off the floor. Both three throws good by Peeper. She's got eight points. The lead is 19, 30 to 11. West Central has won the two previous meetings between these two ball clubs. And like we've already talked, it doesn't matter what you've done. Uh, A-Town has one more win, and if they can get at least one out of the three, Bowman all the way to the rim and scores, tried to draw the foul. Coach Clossing wants the foul. Not going to get it, but Bowman will get the point. That's seven for Shelby. Just a good move to the inside. It looks like she kind of split a double team there, too. Alexa Hunter short gets her own rebound. Short again gets her, or McKay Groman gets her own rebound, misses it. The, the tornado's another crack at it. And finally, Sydney Emmerich shoots it. That was five. This time is a charm. This time is the charm for having an Avon to get it to go, though. Bowman all the way to the rim and scoring. We're going to see probably a lot more of that in the second half where she's just going to kind of take it on her own. But what a first half by the eight-town Tornadoes. 32 points in the first half, 18 in the second quarter alone, and they'll take a 17-point lead into the uh, second half. We'll take a three-minute break, come back with a halftime show. We'll be speaking with having an Avon Athletic Director, Reed Kelso, when we get back. Welcome back to having name on high school. So far, the Tornadoes on senior night rolling here. 32-15, to 15, a 17-point lead over the West Central Heat in Lincoln Trail Conference girls basketball tonight here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network as we get the halftime show started. Brought to you by LMP Insurance Agency. For your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2111. One six. Joining us here at the halftime is having the name on athletic director Reed Kelso. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Sean? Good, man. How's uh, this? Is a pretty good ball game here. The heat, the uh, tornadoes come out firing. Yeah, you know, Sean, we really uh, we're hitting on all cylinders. Kind of got a lot of people involved besides people, which is always great for us to get everybody else involved. And uh, yeah, we're holding Bowman. Uh, she's made a couple of. Like, couple, yeah, like I mean, she's good. Said. She's good. They give her the ball. She gets a lot of attempts. She's good. She's getting her point. But I mean, you hold everybody else. We can do all right. Right now, we've got a 17-point lead, and we're going to come out and keep after it. Uh, Brooke Peeper with eight points. You talked about her just a little bit there. She's made some really nice passes. And I, I know Coach Dugan and I talk quite a little bit, and he's like, man, I wish she'd shoot more, but she is such a good passer. You know, I tell you every game, you start shooting the ball more. But, she, yeah, I think the most <laughs> underrated thing is her passing. Like, her outlet passing is unreal. Uh, so, yeah, she's just – you know, I mean, she's key to everything we do, offense, defense, you name it. What's going on here at Abingdon Avon? Lots of lots of conference talk. Of course, we got a couple new coaches coming up here in the fall. We could fill this whole halftime show with things going on here. Right? Yeah, we could. I mean, we could probably fill this conference talk if we wanted to. But yeah, we got a new baseball coach. Gary Cameron's gonna be our baseball coach, he's the assistant. And Jay Stevens gonna be our softball coach, he was the assistant. So we just brought them both up, and we're excited to get that going. Yeah, I think that's gonna be that's gonna be good. I, I've known Gary for a long time. Uh, him and I, uh, of course. Uh, Played against each other in Legion Bowl, uh, both coaching uh, in Legion Bowl, and I've just known Gary forever. I think he's doing a fantastic job. Yeah. And and uh, Lynn Jones has been doing it forever, yeah, right? Yeah, she did it for a long time. I'm not sure exactly how long since I've been here for a long time. Yeah, I know we're excited to get going and see yeah. how the season's going. It's two assistants, so really not a, not a huge job. Not a change, no. Nope, just promoted them and see what happens. 
All right, let's talk conference then. What's going on with the LTC? Lots of talk, uh, and it, it's kind of, you know, like always, it's all kind of driven around football a little bit. I know Mercer County's uh, talking about wanting yep. to leave and wanting to go someplace else. I know the big, the big rumor, and probably a very good rumor, is them going to the Three Rivers Conference. What's, what's kind of the latest? I, I think they're going to go, Sean. I don't think they'll go next year. You know, we have a lot of contracts tied up with them for the next year in football, and the other conferences do as well. So, I don't know, maybe it's a two-year thing. You know, maybe they let us play out. But we need them for at least next year for our conference football. And then after that, I would assume they'll go to the track and form kind of the old Olympic, and we'll see what we do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I know there's probably nothing you can say, but, I mean, you guys are pretty pretty set in the LTC just getting in right now. Yeah, I mean, we're, we have a lot of schools in all the other sports except football. Uh, you know, football, we're going to Prairie and we're really excited about that. I think it's going to be a good conference. You know, we met Friday, talked about how we're going to do stuff, traveling, trophies, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, so we're excited to get that going. But, yeah, for other sports, uh, I think we'd like to fill Mercer County's spot. I think it helps out for the tournaments and everything. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, obviously we're going to look at schools in the area. I know Riverdale is obviously looking. Bureau Valley is obviously looking. They're attracted to us. I know Porter's reached out to the Prairie Land about football only, which I don't know how that's going to work. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of schools out there. And, I mean, at the, the LTC, I mean, obviously we don't want to take anybody from the Prairie Land. They're not going to take anybody else for us. But, I mean, I think there's some schools up north at the northern schools, Anawan, uh, not Merch County, but those schools would like to probably have Riverdale. Riverdale's an hour from here. And, again, being being football-driven, everybody knows. Everything's football-driven. Everybody's football, everything's football-driven simply because it's, it's, the only, it's the only sport you do not make the postseason. Yeah. You have to try to get that win. five wins. We will drive six hours to the state of Illinois <laughs> for a football win. So, he's down. Coach Quinn will tell you. And, that, and, that, and, and again, um, going back to football, this Lincoln Trail and the Prairie Land com- combining, is that starting this fall? Yep, this fall. Okay, so what's going on with that? That's kind of a combination thing. Yeah, you know, the Prairie Land had some big schools, and their smaller schools like South Fulton, Havana, Lewis, and, you know, they kind of wanted to get with us. And we were doing a crossover game with them, and we kind of want to keep everybody, in, everybody 11 man. And this conference is going to allow all of us to do that. Like, I know on our small side, we're on the small side, and it's going to be – all 1A schools, which I bet in the state of Illinois, that's pretty rare for just all 1A schools to be in a conference together. And the big size is obviously going to be a little bit bigger. You're going to have all the way from, I believe, Havana to Macomb, but they already play each other. So I think it's a good conference. It takes up this area, you know what I mean? Like this western area needed something like this, and I believe it's a good thing. And, you know, I believe the LTC is very stable for a small school conference. Right? I do, too. I think everybody thinks the track, I think the LTC is more stable than the track, if you look at it. The track's had a lot of schools come in and out recently. Ah. Uh, and, yeah, I just think the LTC, for small schools, you can't – I mean, the basketball is good. We have a lot of sports. It's local. You can't beat it. I uh, I remember when Mama Throws went to the Three Rivers, and I know Mama Throws will look for a conference for Forever. a long time. Yep, I'm and from Macomb, so I know exactly all <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you know what like. They finally found the track, and I thought, man, this thing's going to just be settled in for, for the next number of years. The very next year, of course, uh, uh, St. Bede's getting out. I know, yep. uh, I know Morrison's been talking about getting out. Riverdale's looking to go somewhere else. Not nearly as stable as I thought it was going to be. No, but there's but what such is? a big difference there in some of the enrollments. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm in Riverdale. I don't blame them for looking yep. around. But, you know, I think I think the big question out there for everybody is what's Allman going to do? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, Allman is perfect for the track. But let's be honest, nobody wants to take them because nobody wants to let Allman get right. Right. Right? Like, right. I think Allman is perfect sense to me. <laughs> like, I don't know why it doesn't to anybody else. But I don't think anybody wants to take the advantage of a Catholic school getting right. But you already had to like St. Bede's Catholic, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So I think you just add them and you like they need out of the Western Big Six, and I think it's a natural fit up there. Yeah, I do too. And then the whole eight man thing you mentioned, Love a Man a little bit ago. The whole eight man thing. Yeah. Who knows how that's going to end up? Well, you know, I think it's all going to stay the same because you had to have in by the first date, yep. so it's going to stay the same, Sean. So there's a lot going on. Well, we'll, we'll catch up with you, my man, before the spring season starts. I know you got a sectional tournament here for the yep, girls you'll be hosting. Yep, we host the girls sectional looking for a lot of good teams. You know, we're excited to host another sectional. Last year we had the boys, and this year we had the girls. Well, let's hope we get both of these teams here. After That'd be great. That'd be awesome. All right, thanks, my man. Thanks, I appreciate John. it. Reed Kelso, Athletic Director at Abingdon Avon High School here on the Halftime Show as we get set to start the second half. Here we go, half number two, Caden. Let's do it. 32 to 15, 17 point lead for the Tornadoes. It will be heat ball to start the second half and another turnover. I didn't keep track of turnovers during that first half, but man, there was a bunch of them for both teams. But West Central uh, really turned the ball over a lot in that first half. Yeah, Harley Hayes back in for the heat. She missed the last uh, about five minutes sitting of the second fouls. quarter, sitting on three fouls, like you said. Her and uh, Brooke people will probably go. At it for this entire third quarter. Three ball is up. No good. Rebound tipped out of bounds by West Central. Getting a hand on it was Sam Meyer. Starters on the floor both ways. We talked about Harley Haynes back on the floor. Harley Haynes, Shelby Bowman, Bailey Ryan, Addie Seitz, and Sam Meyer for West Central. For the Tornadoes, Brooke Peeper misses an inbound shot and then missed her own putback. Boy, you don't see her miss too many shots in the lane there. No, she missed two of them. It's very fortunate for West Central. She kind of just dominated in the post there and had two shots, like we said, and couldn't get any to go. And West Central's going to go down the other way and capitalize. Uh, Shelby Bowman, a beautiful pass to Sam Meyer. Meyer misses the shot, and Haynes gets the putback nearly and over the back there at midcourt on the pass. Will be tipped out of bounds by West Central on the baseline. So eight down will retain possession. Good way to get in the passing lane there for Shelly Bowman. Just knock it out of bounds and make A-Town reset to the inbound pass here. We've seen uh, Shelby Bowman get really assertive getting to the rim uh, late in that second half. There's a three ball by Alexa Hunter. The third of the game for Alexa Hunter there. Big night for the senior on senior night. 11 points for Alexa Hunter. Averages just about nine. Oh, good pass right along the baseline. and misses the layup. Sam Meyer, but getting the rebound and scoring. And maybe hurting her leg in the process as she's kind of holding her right knee. And now Ryan will get a reach-in foul at midcourt. So that'll be Bailey's first foul. Down to 16 now, 35-19. The first four points, uh, four to three, I guess. Bailey Ryan, the lone senior on this West Central team. They are very young. Bowman gets in the passing lane and will get the, and misses the layup. She was looking too much for the contact instead of making the layup, trying to get the three-point play out of it. And now Addie Seitz will draw, will pick up a foul on Peeper. Yeah, that was the just, front court. That was just uh, two missed wide-open layups for West Central there. Well, first of all, the All-Stater Brooke Peeper hardly misses shots in the paint. She missed two in a row. And then on the ensuing runout, the other All-Stater for West Central misses the layup. I seen Bowman look over her shoulder. She was waiting for the defender, trying to get the three-point play out of it. Instead, smoked the layup. Loose on the floor. Bowman nearly gets the ball away from Gunther to Hunter. Back up top to Haley Redding. In the corner, Gunther now Redding. Free throw line picked off by Bowman. She'll drive Sutter step, gets to the rim, misses the layup again. Bowman, another layup. Coach Clossing wants a foul. He's all over the official on the sideline. 
Now that one was a little more contested. She had uh, two two players down there, and she might have gotten the contact. Coach Clothing wants it now. I'm I'm not right down there on the floor like the ref is. I'm all the way up here in the proverbial skybox, <laughs> we'll call it. Hunter airball three long, backside rebound by Bowman. She got a bunch of rebounds tonight. That's the fourth foul on Addie Sites on that uh, previous, which I kind of missed. The Sites still on the floor. There's Bowman step back, no shot, no good. Battle for the rebound is between a heat and tornado. Now they're pushing and shoving down the box. Starting to get a little heated here. Oh, nice backdoor pass to Lauren Winters for her first point. And that makes it a 14-point 14 game. 14-point game. To answer your question, Addie Sites not on the floor. She's on the bench. Okay, yeah, I see she had 4,000 on the board. That was on that little scramble on the loose ball. A bit of foul That's trouble here for West Central. Peeper in the corner. Lexa Hunter drives baseline. Gets it back to Peeper. Misses the shot. Gets her own rebound. Misses the shot. And they're all alone on the backside. So much concentration to box out Brooke Peeper. It was two West Central players down low boxing her out, and that just left the wide open. Taylor Ford. Taylor Ford gets the points. That gets the lead back up to 16, 37-21. And now a foul away from the ball. And that will go on Bailey Ryan. That's her second personal foul. Looks like, no, okay, I thought Bailey Ryan was checking out there. She is not. That's going to be on Alexa Hunter, not uh, not Bailey Ryan. Foul's going to go on A-Town. Yeah, they called it on five. Now Alexa Hunter and Bailey Ryan both wear number five. Gets in the passing lane. Gets knocked to the deck. And Bailey Ryan, good, good sportsmanship there, helps helps the hunter back up as the fives are guarding one another. Yeah, both seniors, too. And two Bowman. 16-point game, 37-21 with 4.40 to go. Bowman hasn't really got anything going here from, from beyond the arc. And it goes right through Haynes' hands into the bench and out of bounds. Yeah, it was a little high for Harley Haynes, who was one of the taller players on that central. So the turnover will go back to the Tornadoes. Back into this 1-3-1, giving them a little bit of trouble out there at the perimeter. Once they they get it down below the free throw line, they're in good shape. Gunther hits a three, and we'll see if it's going to count. Off-ball foul on Coach Dugan wants the shot to count. We're going to get a conversation here between the two. Yeah, they're going to give the three-point play. He's going to go good. Yes, so here's the situation here. It's going to be the second foul on Sam Myers. The three is going to count, and they're going to retain the possession. Yeah, who was who hit the three ball there? Was it Gunther? Uh, Gunther. I believe so. So Gunther will get the three, and the eight-count Tornadoes will get another possession here. Chance to go up 20. They're up 19, and Bowman takes it away. And Bowman with the steal. Behind the back at midcourt, crossover at the free throw line, all the way to the rim. Drows the foul and almost got the shot to go. Just blowing past everyone with the behind the back, then the crossover. First foul on Taylor Ford. Bowman at the free throw line. This is the this is the most amazing stat with Shelby Bowman. Eighty five percent on one hundred and eighty free throws. First one is good. I'm just gonna go ahead and circle two. I'm going to color in two circles here. I'm going to see if the Temple Jinx can get to Bowman. She is 153 out of 180 from the free throw line. That's 85%. And both, yeah. I didn't have to color it in. She is, if there is such thing as automatic, it is Shelby Bowman. Folks, 153 for 180. 40 to 23. Lexi Hunter in the corner. Gets it back to Peeper on the left elbow. She'll drive. 
Shot good. Somehow got it to go over. Lauren Winters. Keeper now with 10. Bailey Ryan misses the three ball. Loose on the floor. Picked up by eight down. Stripped away by West Central. Loose on the floor. Going to have a jump ball. It's getting really physical out there right now. There is some, uh, there's some chippiness. A little bit, on, little bit of chippiness on the floor. Been back and forth all night. Um, we've We've highlighted uh, Brooke Pieper and Harley Haynes in the post, but that's kind of extended out to pretty much every player on the floor here. The jump ball will go to the eight-town Tornadoes. West Central extending that 1-3-1 now, and Pieper drives right into Shelby Bowman. Bowman thought she got the charge now. Full timeout taken by head coach Brent Dugan as he's coaching Brooke Pieper a little bit. We got some sponsors here from the Abingdon Avon community. 42 to 23, 19-point lead for Abingdon Avon. Even more great sponsors from Abingdon Avon. We've got Heel Trucking. They are south of Prairie City on Route 41. They can handle all of your trucking needs from dry van to liquid tank. If you need it moved, Heels will get it done. Heels also has the parts you need and can service your heavy-duty trucks and trailers. That is Heels Trucking on Route 41 just south of Prairie City. We also have Electro mechanical resources with over 40 years of experience you can rely on electro electro mechanical resources emr can repair and rewire your farm commercial industrial or residential motors to help minimize your downtime if you need parts emr doesn't have them they okay if you need parts and if emr does not have them they can get them got a little bit ahead of myself on this concert <laughs> customer service is the number one priority at Electro Mechanical Resources in Abingdon. Thank you so much for the Abingdon Avon community jumping on for our Prairie Communications Sports Network girls basketball coverage tonight from Abingdon Avon High School. 42-23, to 23, the timeout taken by head coach Brent Dugan. He's got two left, four left for Coach Clossing for the West Central Heat. 19-point lead and the basketball. West Central's come out and played some pretty good ball, but they found themselves trailing by more than they were at halftime. And Peeper's shot doesn't go. She runs over one of the central heat, and here comes the heat on the run. Yeah, not even trying to run someone over there, just running them over by the birch, by the fact that they are right next to it, just <laughs> running right. them over. Harley Haynes from the free throw line misses the shot. Rebound to the Tornadoes. Peeper, as Bowman picks her up in the front court, or back court, trying to get into the front court. Three ball on the way is no good. Rebounded by Bailey Ryan. They get the ball to Shelby Bowman. It looks like Bailey Lane is really toughing through whatever she was kind of uh, going through. She's kind of grimaced a couple times, but she's sticking out there as the only senior on the court. Shot again, no good by Ryan this time. Just inside the left wing, but Bowman gets the rebound, steps out, and hits a three. Yeah, you saw that uh, she took the rebound away, and there was nobody within about five feet. You knew that was probably going to go in. She just let the momentum kind of carry her out to the three-point line, turn, and hit it. It looks like she was waiting for someone to pick her up and be right there, and nobody was there. She just took it. Sam Meyer tips a pass away from eight down. Gets it to Bowman. Here comes the heat. Three ball up. No good. That's Lauren Winters with the missed three. But the, the heat gets the rebound and gets it to Harley Haynes and scores. A good hustle there from Ryan there. Again, like we said, probably toughing through something here as she was you know, limping earlier. Great job by the freshman, Lauren Winters, too, just to keep that ball alive. Now nearly a steal at midcourt. They get it down to Peeper. Takes the shot, drives baseline, and Haynes. Fourth foul for Harley Haynes. Fourth very foul, yes, and, and hit the ball towards the official. 
And she's going to get really close to getting teed up here. Then that'll be her fifth. Not she very happy. She needs to really, ball. really calm down here a little bit because she's sitting on four fouls. The technical now, she's gone. Peeper will get to the free throw line. Four fouls on Harvey Haynes. We'll see if Coach Fossing gets her out of the end. Yeah, he's got somebody at the scorer's table after this first free throw by Peeper. And Peeper misses the first one. Her first free throw miss tonight. She's four or five. Like we talked about with Haynes, it's just been a frustrating night for uh, for her and pretty much West Central altogether, you know, shooting the ball. So you can see the emotions yeah, kind of starting gonna, to rise. She's really got to keep it in check. And second free throw is good by Peeper because that's it. Technical foul is a personal foul. Yeah. You'll be uh, you'll be out of the ball game with that. She's got four now. 43-28. Shelby Bowen misses a three ball from the top of the key. Peeper pulls down the rebound. Gets it out to a guard. Now down the right sideline. Pulling up. Shot no good. We're going to get a charge call. Charge call. She was looking for uh, that charge call on that earlier play, and she finally got it there. And Redding now coming Shaking up a little up. Yeah. She's going to need a... Two having the name on players to help her up. She's really limping badly. That's the third foul on Ooh. Haley Redding. Yeah, and she's, she's she's under she's in a lot of discomfort now with that right ankle. She can't her put her any pressure floor. on it. Yeah, that's that's really hard to see. Yeah, a little, uh, look of look of definitely look of pain on uh, Haley's face. That's the last thing you want to see with regionals about about a week and a half away. Right up, and she's had a pretty good game so far. And Redding, a uh, sophomore, five foot nine sophomore. So it's a 15 point game, only with a uh, with a two or a three here by West Central. You can get this down to a 12, 13 point game. Crossover by Bowman. She'll stutter, step, dribble down the baseline. Now she's doubled in the corner. Now she's tripled <laughs> on the right way. Crosses over. A little bit of Harlem Globetrotter in her there, and the shot up, no good by. That's Bailey Ryan. The putback no good by Sam Meyer. And Bowman's battling Peeper. And now we're going to get a foul on the West Central Heat. That's going to be Sam Meyer, Sam Meyer with her third. This you can see back and forth. Every time in the post, there's a struggle for the ball players. They're hitting the deck. This has been, this has been one of the more very physical, physical games that I've seen, seen so far this year. This is two really getting after it. Pretty even record-wise. West Central has won two of the previous meetings between these two teams. This was an important matchup, as we talked about. Both Peeper got a wide open shot in the clock there. Peeper with, uh, I got it for 13 points. 45-28, and Bowman gets her shot blocked by Peeper. Leads to a run out and a travel call. As Emma Gunther had a layup and decided to try to pass it across the lane. And she had a layup and stopped. I don't know why she stopped. Now she's... We talked a little bit about uh, being too unselfish there. You just got to go right through. There's nobody within you know, five feet of you. Just go up, lay it in. Yeah, I appreciate and the unselfishness. Exactly. But still, I mean, she had a layup. She decided to stop and wait for a teammate. Now we have an illegal screen. On Sam Meyer again. That's her second foul and four. Fourth overall. So that's four on Haynes, who is sitting, four on Sam Meyer, and then three, or four on Sites as well, who I don't think has come back into the game. No, we haven't seen Hattie for a while. Yeah, four players, or three players. Were, uh, looks like West Central. Looks like Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Miller is, came in. She's a freshman. Or no, she's a junior. Yeah, I think the first time we've seen Brooklyn on the floor tonight. She's had to kind of come into this game for all the foul trouble that West Central is having tonight. 
Corner three on the way is no good. Short, tipped around. Somehow Bowman comes down with it among the trees. Yeah, she uh, looks like she ran into Lauren Winters when she went up for it. So friendly fire, but she was able to corral it. Goes down the other way and draws a foul. And that's going to be Emma Gunther, her second. Bowman's going to get to the free throw line where I'm just going to go ahead and color him in. Sitting on 14 points after zero in one quarter. 45-28 with 10.4 seconds to go. First one's good. Yeah, you got to color again. 85% from the free throw line. You, 85 is it's a tremendous number on, you know, 50, 60 attempts. You've got 180 attempts coming into this. That's a ton of There are some teams that apparently have 180 free throw attempts. And gets it to go. Ooh, it was rolling around. around. Yeah, the it Temple Jinx almost got her there. Nine seconds around. to go. 45-30. Six seconds to go. Over the timeline. Getting down now a little kind of a riding foul on Miller. Brooklyn Miller. Is that uh, yeah, in, the, in, the, uh, in the bonus? So with 3.1 seconds, that's going to give Taylor Ford a one and one. So the, the Tornadoes are going to be shooting free throws through the whole fourth quarter. And they're two fouls away from shooting the double bonus the rest of the way. Back iron, no good. Rebound comes down to the Heat. And a foul from behind on Lexi Hunter. Dugan That'll be her not, third. Dugan not too happy with the call no. there. There was three seconds ago. There was nothing. Nobody was going to do anything. There were three seconds. It's a half second now. Point five up on the, on the board. There was no reason to. No reason to commit yeah, that and, foul. But and Hunter just, just kind of swatted away at the end there. Yeah. If you're Lexi Hunter, you're just you're just hustling playing some defense. Right. I know you got to be kind of aware of the clock, but still. 45-30, the uh, A-Town Tornadoes take a 15-point lead into the fourth quarter. We'll be back in 30 seconds. All right, we get ready for the fourth quarter here from Abingdon Avon High School. The hometown Tornadoes on senior night with a 15-point lead, 45-30. to uh, as far as Lake of Truck Conference Boys Tournament, their tournament's going on. We'll actually take a look at the at the boys' tournament coming up uh, at the next dead ball here. As both uh, both schools will be in action on Friday night. Trapped in the corner is Bowman, and she's going to be fouled as she tries to lean through the double team. And we'll see. It could have been either one of those players. Got be again. Gunther. That's her third, I believe. Third on Emma. And that's the 16th foul. So now both teams are in the bonus this whole rest of the fourth quarter. Bowman gets it into Haynes. She turns on Peeper. Gets her shot blocked by Peeper. And here comes the Tornadoes ahead. Wide open. All the way to Lexi Hunter. Hunter. Makes the layup. Great night for her as uh, as a senior. A big performance on senior night. 15, I believe, now. For 15 Hunter. for Hunter. And now Haynes is going to be fouled by, I think, Peeper. But that's only the second foul on Peeper. Peeper does a good job of playing really, really good post-defense and not fouling. I, I hardly ever see her in foul trouble. It's so hard for post players to not pick up fouls when, uh, you know, traditionally players are driving at you and attacking at you. It takes a certain level of discipline to not pick up a bunch of fouls and get in foul trouble early. She's got two, you said. It was 7.30 to go. That's impressive. First free throw is good by Haynes, and this is the second one, but the tour of the Heat get the get the rebound, and they're going to get another one on. Is that Peeper? Or yeah, he's kind of looking so. to see. Yeah, yeah, it's Hunter. Peeper's third, so she has three. Alexa Hunter has three. Gunther has three. Redding has three. That's all for eight now. For the West Central Heat, Harley Haynes with four, Addie Seitz with four, and Sam Meyer with four. Meyer at the free throw line now for the one of the bonus. If you are the Heat, 
you need to score all the points you can with the stop with the uh, clock stops from the free throw line at this point, the rest of the way out. And another wrinkle here, he's got Haynes in. I believe that's Addy Sykes there as well. So he's going to, or uh, Coach Clawson's going to exhaust all his resources here. If a player fouls out, he's not too upset about it because he's trying to win here. Missed free throw by Sam Meyer. The rebound by Harley Haynes, but she misses the putback. And Bailey Ryan's going to pick up her second foul and put Taylor Ford. I think that's Taylor Ford at the free throw line. Is that 14 or 24? Taylor Ford is going to be there for a one in the bonus. This will be the last one in the bonus for the Tornadoes. They will shoot double bonus the rest of the way out. This one is a one in bonus. And makes the first one. Yeah, this is going to come down to a war of attrition here in this fourth quarter. We're going to see some, some girls styling out, I guarantee it. Yeah, oh, yeah. got a long way to go. And second one goes. Uses all the rim to get that one to go. But Ford makes them both. The lead is up to 17. 49-32 with just over seven minutes to go, about 7-15. Haynes, top of the key. Good fake from Haynes. Yeah, yeah. in the corner to the two. Bowman, back to Haynes. She'll drive in off the glass. Misses it. Rebound by Meyer, misses it. Backside rebound by the Tornadoes and a reach-in. Oh, Bailey Ryan. Bailey Ryan, that'll be her third. Well, we are going to have to, both both coaches are going to be using the bench here. Ex- extreme, extreme amount here in this fourth quarter. Like you said, war of attrition. Who's fouling out first? <laughs> Who's getting tired first? It's going to be an interesting seven-minute finish to this game. This is the free throw line here. This is Taylor Ford. The first one is good. That might have been Emmerich at the line, free throw line last time. It was just a four. All this long hair is covering up their number on the back. Both free throws good by Ford. 51 to 32. And the pass across to Bowman. Deep left wing. She's in the corner. Back out to Bowman. She'll drive. And picks up a foul on the Tornadoes. We'll get to the free throw line. line. Could be. If it is, that's her fourth. That is four yeah, fouls. She went, she went on from one to four really quick. Really quick in this end of the third quarter, beginning of four. Of course, as soon as I praise, you know, the lack of fouls for both <laughs> Peeper and the discipline. And she's still been disciplined. Yep. She's just, you know, you pick up fouls every now and then. It's not uncommon if you're playing basketball. But, yeah, as soon as I mention she has one foul, she picks up three more. <laughs> So Peter's going to have to come out here for sure. Yeah, she gets replaced by, uh, I believe, Bowman. Both free throws good. No shocker there. She's six for six in the free throw line. I believe we already penciled those in before. Yes. 17-point lead for the ATL Tornadoes with the basketball. And a reach-in foul on Bowman. Tried to get the steal. That's, that's her only third, right? Second. I only her got her second. for okay. second. Yeah. Yeah, that's her second. Yeah, that's her second. second. Yeah, three players with four and one with three. West Central and Brooke people with four. For Abingdon Avon, three are Lexi Hunter and uh, I believe also uh, yeah Emma Gunther with three. So Gunther and Hunter. Taylor Ford gets the first one to go and double bonus for A Town. So two shots for both teams now. Look at the foul and situation. Nine fouls on A Town. Both free throws good by Taylor Ford. West Central looks like they're going to really hurry it up here for the rest of the game. They're going to have to. Shot missed. Rebounded oh, by wow. Haynes, and she goes down hard. 
Lands on both elbows really hard. Goes out of bounds. It'll be eight-down basketball. They lead by 19, 53 to 34. They got up early in this ballgame, 14 to 2 at the end of the first quarter. That was a, what, a 12-point lead. And they've just kind of maintained it throughout. Yeah. They've just played their style of, uh, their, their style of basketball, which is just not let the other team score that much. And 53 yeah, in this game seems like a very, uh, difficult hill to climb for West Central's offense. They've been up by 19 numerous times, not by 20 yet. And, uh, I think the close, the closest West Central has been is 15, 13 or 15. So foul in the backcourt on Sydney Emmerich as just her second. Bailey Ryan reached in and tried to get a steal. So Ryan will go to the free throw line. This fourth quarter might take a while. We've got double bonus both ways. And we're going to get some, uh, we're surely going to get some girls foul out here. This fourth quarter, settle in, folks. We might be here a little while. We're going to hear a lot about free throws in, <laughs> in this final quarter. Ryan's first free throw is up and short. they got to take advantage of these trips to the free throw line. Into the game for Abingdon Avon comes Avery Spiegel. She's only a freshman here, so she's getting some action here, varsity-wise. Second free throw, missed. Missed them both. Ryan misses both free throws. Just a 29% free throw shooter on the season. Lexi Hunter will slow things down here. As I think Coach Dugan and the Tornadoes will be content to run a little clock here. And Bowman runs into Lexi Hunter. No call. Tipped away by the Heat. Ahead to Bowman, and she's tripped at midcourt. Lexi Hunter. That's her four. Her four. <laughs> so we haven't got anybody to foul. Uh, yeah, that's going to send Bowman to the line for two. I believe the Hunter is probably going to check out here with a 19-point lead. Four fouls on Alexa Hunter. Three fouls on Emma Gunther. Four fouls on Brooke Peeper. And three fouls on Haley Redding. That's Shelby Bowman. situation. Shelby Bowman from the line. I wonder if they're going to go in or not. <laughs> yeah, First one almost went out, actually. Shooters like that get the good rolls. Foul situation for the Heat. Four fouls on Harley Haynes. Three fouls on Bailey Ryan. Four on Sykes and four on Sam Meyer. And rattles another one off. They haven't been clean, but shooters like that get the rolls. He's eight for eight from the free throw line. Yeah, it just looked like it was going to be a little short, but it got the roll. 17-point lead for the Tornadoes and the basketball. Lexi Hunter, and going to be a, kind of a check foul. That's kind of a cheap foul out that far. I, mean, I know they're trying to keep the game, game cleaned up here, but just a little forearm there for Shelby Bowman. That's her third. And Hunter at the free throw line. She split a pair earlier in the second quarter. A 60% free throw shooter makes the first one. That's her 14th point for Alexa Hunter. And the second free throw is good as well. Senior, Lexi Hunter stepping up, making a pair of free throws with 15 points. Bowman all the way to the rim, draws the contact. She'll get to the free throw line, and that foul is going to go on. Oh, my gun for that. Avery Spiegel, I think, number Avery one. Yeah, okay. Nope, that is. That is. Yeah, yeah. I Gunther, thought. I thought it was one. It was 11. Yeah, I thought. And there oh, was fouls on Gunther. I now. thought there was another one on that jersey, so four. Gunther and Shelby Bowman at the line. Again, I wonder if they're going to go. <laughs> nine for nine. She makes her first one. Gets it down to 18, though. Like it. A long way to go here. There's going to be some girls foul out, so maybe that might play a factor maybe in, in uh, 
And West Central coming back. Both free throws good by Bowman. And now a reach foul on Shelby. That'll be her fourth. Fourth as well. That's one person they can't afford to have foul out. We have four West Central players with four fouls. Now we have two having the Avon players with four fouls. That sends Taylor Ford to the line. Yeah, Bowman's going to have to really, really take it easy here on, on the defensive end. And down by 17, you're going to try to you got to try to get some steals, so you're going to have to do it clean. Taylor Ford back at the free throw line. She's four for four in this quarter alone. And make it five for five. Double bonus again for both teams the rest of the way out. She was one for three from the free throw line in the first three quarters. Now five of five in the fourth and five of six. Rebound to West Central. 18-point lead, 56-38. Five and a half minutes to go. There is plenty of time. And Sykes misses the three. Rebound to Haynes. Back out to Bowman. It's a screen from Haynes. She'll drive baseline. Layup is good by Shelby Bowman. Quickly up to 24 points as well. <laughs> yeah. And a turnover by A-Town. Coach Dugan says, slow things down. We don't need to be in a rush here with a big lead, 56 to 40. But... You get a three-ball here, it's down to 13. You haven't been within 13 since the first half. Bowman dribbles around through a couple of players, drop pass, and the shot is good. Bailey Ryan. Good way to find the, uh, the open player there, and Bailey Ryan right on the block. And, and Ryan's going to pick up her fifth foul. Our first player to foul out is going to be Bailey Ryan. But now she only has four, I thought. And that will put... Yeah... That's, no, that's just four fouls. Yeah, four fouls. So oh, I, I wrote the wrong one. I was uh, I had the wrong five. I had Alexi Hunter with her fifth. All yeah, four fouls. All Heat nope. players have four fouls. So that, <laughs> this is the problem for West Central on defense. Where does the aggression on defense come from? Right. I mean, because you need to start fouling here pretty soon. You need aggression on defense from somebody. But who who's going to foul out here? Who's going to take the mantle and say, I'm going to foul out if it can get us to a spot where we can potentially make a miraculous comeback in five minutes? Gunther misses the first free throw, the left-hander. Second one is up, uh, gets the second one to go. So splitting a pair is Gunther. 15-point lead. Here comes Bowman. Sykes, three ball, short. Rebounded by McKay Groman. Spinning in the lane, trying to clear some space, gets it out to a guard. Ooh, nearly a double dribble out there at half court. And again, yeah, you've got a lot of girls on the floor for West Central with four fouls. So you're just going to have to play clean. Just try to get into the passing lane instead of stripping one away. Take a forward free throw line. She'll drive to Lexi Hunter. Shot no good. Backside rebounds. Loose on the floor between Sam Meyer and McKay Groman. Dumb ball. The ball will stay with eight. Stay with eight down. With 4:25 to go, 15 point lead. Time Time out out. taken by head coach. Tyler Crossing for the West Central Heat. 57-42 with 4.25 to go. We'll step aside, take a 30-second break here on AM 1330. Welcome back to the Prairie Communications Sports Network coverage of local high school girls basketball here in Abingdon Avon. 57-42, a 15-point lead for the eight-pound Tornadoes on senior night. With 4.25 to go here in the fourth quarter, and we have got a, if you're just joining us, we've got a plethora of girls with four fouls in this ballgame on both ball clubs. Peeper with four, Alexa Hunter with four, Emma Gunther with four, 
That's just Harley right Haynes now. with four. Shelby Bowen with four. Bailey Ryan with four. Eddie Sites with four. And Sam Meyer with four. So eight of ten. That's 80% of the court right now. <laughs> we are going to get some. With four or five. Rules foul. Yeah, and, and like you said, West Central's going to have to foul here pretty soon. So who do you choose to foul out? You can't lose Bowman, no matter what. That's a five-second call. Okay. Shelby oh, Bowman, good defense out, out on top, guarding Emma Gunther. So it will go back to West Central. And see if they can get this down below 15. They've had chances to get it below 15. They just haven't been taking advantage of it. I wonder how long it's going to be before they get Brooke Peeper back on the floor. You're okay now with a 15-point lead. You don't have to bring Brooke back if you're Coach Dugan. Haynes, back out to Bowman. She'll drive. Pass. Tried to get it across the lane to Haynes, and it's picked off by A-Town. It looks like Sydney Emmerich is uh, at the scorer's table ready to check in. She might check in for uh, either Alexa Hunter or Emma Gunther. Yeah, Bowman's going to have to really start taking it upon herself. Ooh, getting in the passing lane and almost getting the steals at his sights, but it goes out of bounds. For West Central, it'll be eight-pound basketball. Now Peeper's going to come back in here. Yeah, you could go a little. If you're Coach Dugan, you can go offense for defense. Uh, you can switch off Peeper and McKay Groman when your team's on offense and defense here just to keep Peeper on the floor. Ooh. Almost thrown away, and it is. Picked off by Hattie Seitz. Ahead to Bowman. Good pass down to Bailey Ryan. Shot is good. What a great pass from Shelby Bowman. Looks like a no-looker there from Bowman. That. That, that wasn't a short pass. That was a pretty good pretty good distance. Here comes Gunther all the way to the hole. Shoots the layup and scores. Gunther with a nice take. That's just something that A-Town can afford to do all day is just go right to the basket, beg somebody to foul. Either you get the foul out in free throws or you get the basket because they can't play as aggressive. And Bowman misses the reverse layup. Rebound down to A-Town with 309. Now you can just see West Central just getting a little bit tighter. They've been chasing A-Town for the whole half, trying to get steals, and they are just running out of energy at this point. Peeper holds it out on the right wing. Back out in the corner to Emma Gunther. Gunther will drive baseline and miss the layup. I thought she could get a couple of them there right in a row. Here comes Bowman. He's got to stop, pop hit a three. And defense like just travel. Yeah. Bowman said she had a pillow foot on the ground. Coach Blossing said he thought she had a, a pillow foot on the ground. The official says that's enough. I've heard enough. Is the last thing Clossie can do right now is get a check down to 15. <laughs> but well, down 15, you, your, your frustration's boiling over. I said there's no way I could coach high school basketball. I would leave the state in technical fouls. <laughs> I wonder if they keep that as the official stuff. <laughs> Leader in technical. And now eight down, just content to run a little clock here. Trapped out of the top is Sydney Emmerich, and now we're going to have a timeout call. Good timeout there before the jump ball would have went to West Central. It was really close there. So timeout taken by head coach Grant Dugan. Let's talk a little bit more about the Abingdon Avon uh, sponsors we've had uh, jump on board tonight. 59-44, 15-point lead for the Tornadoes. we got a couple of different sponsors here. We talked about them throughout the night. Cool Beans Coffee Lounge and the Scoop Ice Cream Parlor and Heartland Deck and Fence. We also have Pinsworth Pearson West, the Charm Center of Abington, Fuel Trucking and Electromechanical Resources for Cool Beans Coffee Lounge. You can grab a great cup of coffee, the Scoop Ice Cream Parlor with 150 rotating flavors of ice cream, and Heartland Deck and Fence all in Abington, Hinchcliffe Pearson West in Galesburg and Abington for funeral directors and cremation services, the Charm Center of Abington, 
for a, a tri quick trimmer, a whole new look, and then heel trucking and electromechanical resources, all great sponsors of Abington Avon Basketball. Into Peeper. That's all in the timeout now. Push call on Andy Sites. He's That's the foul out there. Andy Sites. Yeah, that's going to be Sites' fifth, so she's gone. Alexa Hunter will go to the line. Looks like Hunter is two, three for four from the free throw line. Double bonus. Both teams have been in double bonus for quite some time. Coach Crossing will take his time. I would take my time let my uh, let my girls get uh, let my girls get rested here. Lauren Winters coming in for fights. <laughs> Crossing had a few things to say to the official before before he put uh, Lauren Winters in the ball game here. Hunter's first free throw is good. Lexi Hunter is four for five from the free throw line. 16 points. And make it 17. Makes the goal. Four or four. The senior from the free throw line here in the fourth quarter. And the lead back up to 17. So it looked like Harris Bowman's going to fire a three. No good. Boy, she hasn't. Uh, she only got one three. I was going to say two threes. Excuse me. I thought she'd been, uh, I couldn't remember a three that she made. And I know there hasn't been too many games where she hasn't made a three. She does have a couple there in the second and third quarter. And that's the scary part. Two threes. She didn't score once in the first quarter, and she still has 24 points. Step back jumper is no good by Bowman. Picked up by Haynes. Back out to Bowman. Her three try in the again. right corner. Short to Haynes. Misses the shot. Rebound put back is good by Lauren Winters, the freshman. She's got four. And it's down to 15, but we're under two minutes to go. And McGuffner dribbles it around. To Taylor Ford. Now Brooke Peeper holding. Right wing. Driving. Kicking back out to Peeper. Hunter. Ooh, nearly traveled on the right wing. Down to a minute 32 left. Now you got to get a foul. And Haynes reaches out. Tries to get a foul. Gets back out to Peeper. Handed to Emma Gunther. And now getting a foul. Trying to get a foul is Bailey Ryan. And... Boy, A-Town doing a great job of running clock here. Down to minute 15. But Central's actually trying to foul. Central can't quite like begging for a foul. And Emma Gunther takes a shot. Didn't need it. It's a put back. No. Tipped around. And Haynes had a foot on the baseline. She tried to save it. Yeah, I don't think Coach Newton really wanted Emma to shoot that shot. But, you know, whatever it takes. is He's uh, got his hands on his knees. This has been, this has been a... Uh, Training game for both coaches. They've had to coach their tail off here with as many girls in foul trouble. It's really a 15-point lead. And Coach Clossing, and finally, finally a foul on Lauren Winters, who's one of the few players. Just two fouls. Right? Yeah, just two fouls on Lauren Winters. That'll put Hunter back at the free throw line, where she is five of six in this period. This is the first one. Excuse me, four for four. I had uh, entered down for Taylor Ford, so she misses her first free throw of the fourth quarter. Still four or five. One of two in the second quarter, and gets the second one to go. So if I put the lead back to 16 with under a minute to go, I would think Coach Clossing is probably not going to stop the clock. Bowman gets the three ball. Tried to buy a foul. foul yeah. Coach Clossing tried to get a foul. There he is. Finally got a foul yeah. on Coach Clossing. And I, you know, I don't. He's just, he just frustrated. He's frustrated. I think I've seen Bowman. I've seen Bowman 
she she tries to draw a lot of calls, and, and that's what you're supposed to do as, as a player is right. try to draw a lot of calls. And uh, she kind of hit the deck after that three. I don't think there was a ton of contact there, but if you're Shelby, you're trying to buy a call there. So Coach Paulson being frustrated. Three balls good by Bowman makes it a 13-point game. Free throw line. Will Keeper, she makes the first one. The senior. And makes the second one. And A-Town will retain possession following the technical foul on Coach Crossing. I'm not sure. Yeah, like you said earlier, I'm not sure they're going to foul here. Yeah, it's back. It's 15 points with 43.8. And it's been a long night for one Yeah, time. you just try to get a steal here. I don't think you really maybe foul. Maybe you will. I don't know. Of course, you're, you're and there's Brooke Keeper. She gets fouled on her way to the hoop by Lauren Winter. It's just three fouls on Winter. If, and I'm not, it's still 40 seconds left. If we only get one girl fouling out of this whole game, I'm utterly amazed. Is <laughs> Addie Sykes is the only one to foul out. And there's a bunch of girls on the floor with four fouls. First free throw is good by Keeper. Pretty good to the free throw line for Brooke in her entire career. She's 58%, which is not great, but. Tonight, she has been money. She is eight, nine of ten from the free throw line tonight. So that will raise up that 58% average. Been a good piece of free throw shooting for pretty much everybody on Abingdon. Bowman. Going to step into a three. She will. And misses. Rebound. Loose. Out of bounds. It will go to A-Town. Oh, for you. 66 to 49. 17-point lead for A-Town with the basketball. 23 seconds. I don't think. We'll get a foul here. Maybe we will. I don't know. Gumpton looks like she's just going to be content to dribble it out. As Bowman tries to get a foul to Taylor Ford. Into Peeper. She'll take it up and score. Brooke Peeper. We'll put a few more points on the board here. Back up to 19 now. 68 to 49 with two seconds. Bowman's shot at the buzzer goes. So she'll get two more. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 points in the fourth quarter. 29. 29. Average is 27. She did not score in the first quarter. Yeah, that's, not, that's not 29 for the game. That's 29 for the last three quarters. That's a nice win for the A-Town Tornadoes, 68-51. to 51. That's an unbelievable win. Almost 70 points on senior night. And this is it's not only big for the seniors in their senior night ceremony getting a big win. It's redemption for the last two because you've lost two prior to West Central and this is big for the subsectional seating. Yeah. Um, 23 or 21 points in the fourth quarter by West Central. You would have thought, man, they got themselves back in the game. 23 points in the quarter for, for A-Town. So they matched the heat uh, intensity there in the fourth quarter and got two more points themselves. So your final score is 68 to 51. We'll take a three-minute break. We'll total up some scores and get a chance to talk to both head coaches on the postgame show. We'll be back. Back here at Abingdon Avon High School as the uh, Happy Tornado fans filing out on senior night. Good way to honor the seniors with a 17-point win, 68-51. to The Tornadoes go to 17-11 and overall in the season and 6-3 and in the Lincoln Trail Conference. West Central will fall to 15-12 and and 4-5. and And joining us on the postgame show, head coach of the Tornadoes, Brent Dugan. Coach, congratulations. Hey, thank you very much. That was a tough win on senior night here and very proud of the girls how they came through there, especially with some execution down the stretch. I thought we did a better job with basketball down the stretch more so than the third, early fourth quarter. I didn't think we took care of the ball well enough. Yeah, that's I was that's a good segue because I was going to go right into the way the girls handled that last two or three minutes. I thought they did really well. Yeah, and it was one of those things our spacing sometimes got the best of us or lack thereof. 
spacing got the best of us. And when we weren't spaced right, then we were bringing traps and all these other things. Um, not open pass lanes, those kind of things. I think we kind of saw the light a little bit there at the fourth quarter and kind of figured out all by ourselves. Um, yeah, we, I said it all year, so I know it wasn't anything I said all year. That they, they finally caught on to it because I think they finally – it's one of those things you got to rehearse it enough where it becomes um, a, a ritual or it becomes something that's a part of you, and, and maybe tonight that's a step forward. Well, there's, a, there's some famous coach that said, we, we practice that play enough to where we can't do it wrong. Yeah, one it's, of those one of, situations. it's one of those things you need to be doing stuff in your sleep. And, and again, I thought uh, Emma Gunther, who, who threw some bad passes in the third quarter, redeemed herself in the fourth quarter and played a nice fourth quarter. And, and the floor leader they were expecting, however, and I thought she was, uh, been wanting her to drive to the rim all year. In fact, the one that she didn't take the shot on and tried to diamond over here to Lexi when she had a three layup, I called out right from the word go. I could tell she was just kind of slowing down to make that pass, and she gave up that layup, and then she traveled. After that, she kept taking the drive to the lane, got to the, you know, got to the foul line, or got pe- other people open, which is a good thing to see out of Emma Gunther. Great job by a couple seniors. Well, I mean, all the seniors tonight, but uh, a couple, especially people with 19, uh, really asserted herself at, at, in the second half. And I'm sure that was probably maybe something to talk about at halftime. It was. We we knew we'd have a size advantage, and, and if they had gotten out of a certain defense that they play, um, Brooke is more of a scoring threat down low. And then when we put McKay on the floor, then we put Brooke at the high post. So they got to come out and guard Brooke at the high post. And then you got McKay down low. And with our height advantage, they can't guard both. And I thought that's why we got them in foul trouble because they were jumping at everything. I thought we offensively could have done a better job with getting them out of position with shot fakes and ball fakes. If we would have continued to do that, I think it would have been a bigger factor and a bigger score for us. But I'll take a win anyway we can get it. Lexi Hunter, 18 points. Another good job she has played. She is just progressively, and you've, you've told me about it. I've seen it in the scorebooks. She just progressively got more assertive as the years went on. Yeah, I don't know where we'd be without Lexi out there and, and what she does for this team. Um, sometimes it's gritting it out on the defensive end. Sometimes it's playing those passing, passing lanes. And I wouldn't want to run her in a race because when she gets the open floor, she's hard to catch. She makes great back cuts, which I thought we'd get a chance to see that in the, in the, late in that fourth quarter. But at that point in time, I was like, girls, let's just let them foul us and shoot the free ones. 24 out of 30. Speaking of free ones, 24 out of 32. See my segue right into that? Yeah. <laughs> Man, it seems like you've done this before. Yeah, I've done that before. 24 <laughs> out of 32. And, I, you know, that's one of those things we work on. And, and especially at the end of practice, we, we put more pressure on our legs and, and coming through, and especially in, in tight situations like it was tonight. And, I, honestly, that was the difference. Whether we were making one out of two or, or two out of two, our defense was making stops, getting rebounds. And give Shelly Bowman credit. She's still the tough guard and hard to, hard to handle out there. But we were limiting her, especially early. And once she got in the flow of the game, that, that was what I was worried about. When she was going to get in the flow of the game, she did late, and it was too late by that point. It might be the most amazing thing I've said. She had 29 points, and I thought she did a pretty darn good job on her. Well, you know how many coaches have said that to me as well? I mean, you know, you talk to everybody about Bowman and West Central, and there's other players out there, and, and you got to let them beat you and that kind of stuff. But, yeah, when Shelby – Shelby's tough guard, and, and she knows how to use her body just right. She uses her dribble very effectively. And there's a couple dimes she had out there tonight, too, on the backside, which we got we got to cheer that up. But none, nonetheless, she did a nice job with her floor, floor vision as well. But fantastic job by, by her. And like you said, it was a quiet 29. And as you mentioned, it was it was one of those things we were really worried about coming out and we kind of prepared for it, changed our defense. In fact, to, to guard that, I think we might have found something with that one three one. Senior night tonight, for the folks that maybe tuned in a little bit late, didn't get a chance to catch us talking about the, the uh, senior night. Uh, you had a very special moment with one of your seniors tonight. Yeah, Erin Marr, um, she's been with the program. This is now her fourth year. She had a, 
I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. She was cheerleading and stuff and was trying a move in her living room. I, I still think her do- mom and dad were beating her. But no, I'm kidding about that. We don't want to call it the radio. Right. Um, but no, she did something and rolled wrong and her kneecap came out of place and she's been just struggling with it all year. She's actually moving, believe it or not, she wasn't moving too well tonight, but she's moving a little bit better. And she had surgery just this past, last week and, and I wanted to get her out there and get her recognized for hell. She still comes to practice, which who does that, right? Exactly. I mean, she, she knows she's not going to play. She's not going to play. She's going to off me and doing something else. And but she loves basketball enough. I have to recognize that. And I thought uh, that was a great. I, I want to compliment uh, Coach Cost. He he definitely was all for that. He's all for the kids, and and he did say, hey, listen, whether we got to give them two and, and us two, whatever. And I said, no, let's just do this. Let's call it dead if you're okay with it, unless you have a run out. And he was all for that, and I really appreciate what he did as a class act on his end. Looking ahead, this is a nice win. you got to build off it. We sure do. Uh, we, you know, we got Monday, um, that, that team over, where is that at? Yeah, over there, Knoxville. You know that, you know yeah. that school very well. Uh, yeah, I, I was in D-Long. I was a suburb of Knoxville. <laughs> that, that joke never gets old. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, going in their house, that'll be a hostile environment with uh, Knoxville and the A-Town rivalry as it is. Uh, it's definitely a little bit less these days, but definitely a – one of those things where, you know, it's it's it, it's it's good basketball atmosphere. It's good regional atmosphere. And it's probably the right time of year to have that. Yes. And then Wednesday we got Star County as our last home game. Unless of course we have the playing game, and then we're coming over to the Mom of the Roseville and play them on Thursday. That's a that's a good finish. That's a that's a good prep. It's a good prep getting into postseason. It is. It is. And we're we're ready for it. I like I said we got to take care of the ball a little bit more and sure up some things. But it's it's getting better and. I, I, I can tell that some of the practices and some of the stuff that we're preaching as coaches is starting to take place and, and actually going into our heads. And the mental mistakes are going down, even though we had a couple too, too many tonight. But I, I feel like they're going down a little bit. Well, uh, Coach, uh, congratulations on the win. We'll, uh, we'll catch you. If not before, we'll definitely catch you on February 9th over at the Shoebox in Monmouth Roseville. Well, we really appreciate you guys coming over here and supporting us. And, and obviously there was a nice crowd out here tonight. And, again, uh, hopefully the, the listeners got to – here, a nice little. Every one of them was listening on their phone. I'm sure they were. And you called the right game. You made. Hey, you made a coaching. Hey, Dugan just made a coaching move right there. Like, you, you pointed that out. Exactly. Right? I was. Those okay. Here's your twenty. <laughs> I was promoting your entire ball game. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you guys. You bet. Head coach Brett Dugan with the uh, Eight Town Tornadoes there. Uh, we appreciate him stopping by. 68-51, the uh, Tornadoes get the uh, 17-point win as uh, head coach uh, Tyler Clossing is going to slide over and get on the headset here, and we appreciate Coach Clawson coming up after the ball game. 68-51, uh, a loss to the Tornadoes. Coach, just kind of your thoughts. I kind of got a bad start, but after that, it kind of maintained. You, you know, we came out, and I think there's a lid on top of that basket, to be honest. <laughs> there it, is. Um, we couldn't get any shots to fall early, and it hurts. The girls didn't fight. They fought all the way to the end, even when the deck was stacked against us. Um, I, we do give them credit for not quitting. Yeah, I mean, it was it was 14-2 in the first quarter, and there was numerous times there you got that you were down 15, had a possession, could have got down 12 or 13, depending on a, a two or three. Just to, couldn't quite get below that that point where, to where A-Town was going, ooh, boy, uh-oh. One of those, uh, they didn't, you didn't get down to the uh-oh part. Yeah, we, we got it close few times it got to that 15 point mark uh, when I did look up and we just we just couldn't get past 15 um, shots in fall I mean and, I, and that's that's really what it boiled down to you were getting good looks the offense was was working yes uh, our offensive sets were good 
Um, we're talking. We're like, we're getting the hooks, but it's just not falling. you got to keep shooting. And tonight, that's what it was, is we we just got to keep shooting. A-Town, they, they, they're a physical ball club. They always have been. That's kind of their M.O. here. It doesn't matter what sport it is. They're physical. I thought you guys matched their physicality really well. We knew what A-Town had. We knew it was going to be a physical game. Um, I'm glad you said that because I didn't <laughs> feel like we matched intensity. I, I, maybe not early on. Maybe not energy. Physicality, I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, we knew we, we know everything around Surbrook with them. Um, and it did again tonight. They got some looks. Uh, they hit some shots from the outside also, which we told the girls, you know, they can also shoot from the perimeter just like us, so we have to know where their shooters are at. They got some good looks. Uh, tenacity, besides tenacity, what do you like out of your ball club tonight? Um, Maybe X, X's and O's wise. Coming off of that, I can't say that I liked a lot, um, but we did run an offense. Early on, we ran our offenses. We we still have to get into our transition game. If it's our transition offense, if it's a fast-break offense, we that is us to a T. I've said it all year. Our defense leads to our offense. We played pretty good defense tonight. We just didn't get the shots to fall in the offense. Then. Uh, Bowman held scores in that first quarter, still ends up with 29, man. She just finds ways. Oh, she she does. And it was a hard-fought 29 for her. Um, definitely a very physical game. Um, Shelby Shelby fights through a lot of that, and she she has to fight every night. Uh, talk about your senior, Bailey Ryan, tonight. I thought she played pretty well. Very scrappy ball game. Ba- Bailey has stepped up. I've thought that that's been her role on this season all year long. She's got it. Definitely she's lanky enough and athletic enough to put her at the top of that 1-3-1 trap. Um, she can create the havoc, and she usually does for us, and that allows our offense to hit once we have that defense there. Three games and three nights. you got one more tomorrow night, and uh, it's not an easy one either. West Hancock, uh, they always bring a physical brand of basketball into, and it's senior night for you at home. Yes, it, it, we're calling it Bailey night since we only have one. <laughs> I like it. You can um, hold night to yourself. Yeah, um, <laughs> but we got to – step up and play defense again. they got a couple good ball players. Um, nobody's going to roll over for us. Um, they know what we have in our program. Everybody wants to shut down that all-state point guard, and everybody else has got to step up, and our shots got to go in. Not too many people stop that all-state point guard, man. Not yeah. too many girls have. It, it's, it's impressive to watch, for sure. 14 of 18 from the free throw line, too. This is a good – I'll tell you what, if, if anybody out there thinks that free throws have, have gone away in the high school game, they should have been here tonight. 24 out of 32. 32 free throws for A-Town. That's a lot. Uh, 14 for 18 for you. Yeah. Um, I looked up at the scoreboard at one point. I saw we had four players or five players with four fouls apiece, and it just felt like we were trading foul shot for foul shot. And when it's Shelby shooting, I feel pretty good, but it seemed like we always was putting Brooke at the other end shooting down there for the ball. Just one girl fouled out tonight, and there was, I'm looking down, there is a ton of girls with four fouls. Kudos to the girls that were on the floor there at the end because they played a long time with four fouls. Yes, they fought all the way. Fourth quarter, I think we had three go check back in at the start of the fourth quarter with four fouls apiece. And they look at me and say, we got to go play basketball. Say, as a coach, I mean, you, you, need to get, you need the other team to get to the foul line, but you're running out of fouls. Yes, Um but that goes back to our defense once again, Sean. When we step up and play our branded defense, we can make those turnovers happen without 
making the foul. You guys were in the passing lane so many times tonight. Yeah. So many times. I said it before. We're so athletic. Those girls just instinctively know and read the eyes and know when to jump those passing lanes. Coach, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate you. It's always tough coming up after loss, and we really appreciate you coming up and, and uh, promoting your ball club here. you got another one tomorrow night at home versus West Hancock. A couple more next week, and then it's regional time already. Yes, so, again, we got another tough one tomorrow. Um, try to regroup. We come back again on Monday. So we got to get our practice in tomorrow somehow, some way, get some stuff, maybe a little bit of film so we can so they can see what we're seeing and get ready for Monday. I think we're Monday, Wednesday next week, and then, like you say, maybe, maybe a couple practices there, a couple of days off. Huh? Yeah, just something. We'll we'll be shooting. Um, I I know that much, and we'll hit some free throws also. So, um, again, thank you for covering us today. Well, just like I said, you were going to be a sleeper in the in the in the uh, in the LCC tournament. You're going to be a really really tough out in the postseason. I, I would not want to see your ball club uh, across the across the court for me at regional time. Good luck, my man. Oh, thank you, thank you, guys. Tyler Clawson, he is the head coach of the West Central Heat here on the uh, postgame show. We appreciate Coach Clawson stepping up here and, and uh, giving us his thoughts on his ball club today. Uh, they go to 15-12 and 12 on the season, 4-5 and five in the LTC with their 68-51 loss, 16-17-11 now for the A-Town girls going to 6-3. and three. Uh, While I'm totaling up the rest of these, uh, just get your thoughts, Caden, on this one. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a tough game for West Central, and I a great game for having an Avon. You can say that for, you know, any team that wins is a great game. Any team that loses is a tough one. But I really thought that West Central had a chance to keep making this closer, and they just couldn't get past 15 points, as Coach uh, Coach Clossing said. They just kind of got stuck at that 15-point separation, and then sometimes Abingdon would make it 20. They would bring it back to 15, could not progress past that point. I don't think I don't think the lead got up to twenty, and I don't think it got below fifteen. It, the highest was nineteen. Yes, yes it, was. it went from fifteen to nineteen. Literally, folks, fifteen to nineteen points for about I don't know two and a half, almost three quarters. Yeah, just another thing that uh, Shelby Bowman almost scored thirty points again. So if you're looking for West Central, you're going to have to have some more players step up if you want to get the regional title. Like you said, this is a very yeah. I, I tough honestly team wouldn't want to play no. You're looking at, uh, we can go through some of the subsectionals right now for the girls in the 1A. Of course, Brown County, Menden, Unity, and Havana kind of running away with the top three. Pretty much locked kind of locked in at that four, unless having the Avon can catch them, but that would be kind of a tough feat at yeah, this point. They're going to have to get, they're gonna have to run off a, a good bunch of, well, the seats come out tomorrow morning, so yeah, yeah it's pretty much locked in. Yeah. And then having the Avon probably just locked up the five with this one. So West Central sitting at six. And with uh, South and North Fulton just right behind them. And then uh, uh, Liberty as well, West Prairie, Bushnell Prairie City, and uh, Pace and Seymour all the way at the bottom there, kind of looking there. Yeah, with South Fulton at 11 and 17, that, there's no way they're going to they're gonna get uh, ranked ahead of West Central at 15 11. So, yeah, I'm like you. This is basically a 5 6 right here. And I think A Town probably just locked up the uh, 5 seat. Probably with this one. I mean, we'll know tomorrow. We'll, we'll know tomorrow. The ISS we'll say will put tomorrow. that stuff out tomorrow late afternoon. So tune in to Friday morning's sports report on WREM and WMOI to get where the uh, seeds were handed to. And then uh, we'll have the matchups a little bit later in the day on Friday. So by the time we hit the air Friday night uh, with the uh, Titan boys game, we'll know what the uh, girls, girls matchups are going to be. Yeah, we will try and keep you updated on that. And a big week of basketball as tomorrow night. I can't. I can't stress this enough. If you can't get down to uh, can't get down to Sherrard, tune in 
I believe we're having that on 1330 mm-hmm. and the 94.1 yep. right here. Yep, right here. Mammoth Roseville girls at Shore. That is a huge matchup. That I could cannot be, stress that enough. It could be. Well, it is going to be for at least some sort of part of the Three Rivers Conference West Division. If if Sherrard wins, they lock up. It's outright. It's an outright right. title for Sherrard. If Mama Throzo wins, they'll move a half game ahead of, of Sherrard, but they still have one left to play on Monday with, with Orion to clinch a outright title. They can, they can clinch at least a share tomorrow night, but uh, they'll have to wait till Monday's game against Orion to clinch the outright. But uh, they got to get tomorrow night so right. they can get Monday nights, right? Right. All right, let's go over the scoring real quick here. Pro, uh, brought to you by Midwest Bank, your local owned community bank, investing in you, member FDIC. First for the West Central Heat, 29 points for Shelby Bowman, 9 points for Harley Haynes, 6 points for Bailey Ryan, 4 points for Lauren Winters, and 3 for Sam Meyer. 14 for 18 from the free throw line for the Heat. For the A-Town Tornadoes, led in scoring by senior Brooke Peeper with 19. Fellow senior Alexa Hunter with 18. 12 points for Emma Gunther, the sophomore. Eight points for Taylor Ford, six points for another senior, Sydney Emmerich, and five points for Haley Redding, 24 of 32 from the free throw line. A-Town also gets the uh, JV game one tonight, uh, 24 to 15. All right, Caden, thank you so much, my man, for joining me today. Uh, you'll be uh, you'll be on the board tomorrow night for the big game in Sherrard. Yes, thank you for having me on. I'll be on the board for that one. I'll also be on the board for uh, Friday night, again, for the morrison Monmouth roseville boys game, and then I'll be on the air with uh, Casey Grant for the Monmouth Roseville Girls versus Farmington game. So busy week for me and a busy week for the Prairie Communications Sports Network in general, but thanks for having me on tonight. You bet. It was a a very interesting game to watch, very very fun game to watch, physical and back and forth. Sometimes the shots weren't going, mainly on West Central's end, but still a very fun game to watch. So thank you for having me on here and a great gym for having the name. I love this gymnasium, Tornado Alley here at having the name on high school. All right, I'm Sean Temple for Caden Rogers and Elaine Allman. Thank you so much for... uh, being another one of the fantastic jobs by our board ops back at Mission Control pushing the right buttons. Folks, till tomorrow night, John Temple, have a great rest of your evening.